Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, October 1st, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a three part Chepe space, which started out asking the question, Where is the coach? and ended up asking the question, Do men deserve rights? Let's take a listen. Hey, Alex. Bullion. Kit, you have a new uh, profile picture every like six minutes. <laughs> can never tell it's you. Jay Hoon, hey, feel free to hop on and give me some company here. Waiting for everyone to get back. Hello, Safi, you okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed you were having like a little group chat with the Turkish coalition. <laughs> yeah, man, fucking hell, they asked, you know, too much questions, but... Hey, Jack, yes. The problem is, do you know what I realized, Safi? Um, there is... Uh, Anything that's happening, uh, like in Luna Classic, like any proposal or like uh, like anything, you know, any news coming up, they're all thinking that like mm, Luna Classic people trying to get all these people to buy the coin, then they're going to dump again. That, that kind of mentality they have because they're just scared. But do you know what is good? When I told them, uh, when I told them that we're gonna do Turkish spaces like this, to any questions that you have, you don't need to listen from the YouTubers, or you know, finding some Twitter people to keep tweeting. They don't know the real answer. Um, you get that kind of information. Instead of that, we do Turkish space and. Uh, you ask us the questions. If we can, if I can answer it, I answer it. If not, someone will be here and they will answer it. If not, <clears throat> I can get the questions, then find the answer, then I can tweet it, and you can find it from there. So they love it, you know. They they love the idea. After you go, more yeah. people came. Let them have. Yeah. Let them have some fun. Yeah. Well, I I couldn't understand any what anyone's saying in Turkish. Obviously, yeah. So. It's hard. So to, that was the whole point. It's hard to gauge, like, what, it's hard for me to understand what people are asking, yeah. and, like, what, what exactly. Yeah, but uh, but, but anyway. they want to see, uh, they want to see, like, a, I think you know what we need to do with a couple of couple of spaces like this. We need to come up with. They know Eddie, like they know Ed, and they know Vegas too much. They mentioned that too much, and one of them mm -hmm. can maybe come one day and. And they can really see that this space is like uh, from these people, and they can ask the questions. They can get the answer. We need to build some trust back. There is a like trust issues going on, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure how to do that. But anyway, hey Eva. 
Hi. Um, where do you think Coach Bruce is, Sefi? Mm, um, I suspect he's having a, a good time on a yacht party or something. Mm, I don't know. I, just, I feel like it's more likely that he's floating face down somewhere in stormy seas. You know what I mean? Oh, you think he's dead or he's treading water? Um, maybe like a mix of both. Like, I feel like he'd be fine, but he might have been sort of pronounced dead for like maybe four minutes. <laughs> and then um, and then a dolphin gives him CPR or whatever. Or maybe like the Web3 Women's Coalition like decided to like maybe put his feet in like cement boots and dump him to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would make sense. Because um, like the Web3 Decentralized Women... They've got their own special boat and it's pink and it's got lights and stuff and like it's all paid for with um crypto money or whatever. And uh that's where they, they attack people from these spaces. It's really messed up. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, I think Addy owns that boat actually. Pantera used to go he used to dress as a woman and go on that boat, I heard, but um, they found out in the end and kicked them off. So now he just prowls the Twitter space realm. And Terry, are you still in Colombia? No, I just got back today. I lost my voice from all the cocaine. All the screaming. Mm-hmm. Was it good? It was great. Isn't cocaine illegal? What? I swear cocaine is illegal. I think in Colombia it's legal, right? It's only, or mostly. It's only illegal to snort. There are legal ways you can do it. Hmm. Okay. Got a lot to think about. Here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your truth. Safi, how's your day been? What have you been up to? Mm, just went to work and then kind of like uh sort of ironed out dinner and everything for everybody and then relaxing now. Mm, is your wife still angry? Uh, about what? About you space space maxing too hard. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, good. Good, good, good. good. Right. Yeah, she has her own things to do. Mm. Do, do you run clinics or do you work at a uh, a larger hospital? Mm, hospitals. Yeah, I, I don't do anything like outside of major hospitals. I'm like clinics and stuff like that. It's kind of a big deal, actually. No, I know. He was talking about his <laughs> uh, commercial real estate portfolio. It's not, it's yeah. not it's not that big of a deal. No, he's a pretty big deal, but he keeps it humble. He keeps it low-key. He's like the chill guy in the back of the class that's always got your back. That's Sefi. Um, yeah, um, Pantera, why did you make me tweet that copy pasta out? Now, now it's like like all these people are like uh, arguing with me. He made me post something like... I knew it. Oh, like... If I, you knew what? <laughs> Ava. I've not, I've not met you before, Ava. What? You sound so beautiful and elegant and charming and single, hopefully. I'd love to learn more about you. I'm sorry, I have a daughter. I'm married. I also have a daughter. Maybe they could go on a play date together. I think my husband would be uncomfortable with that, but I appreciate the sentiment. Thanks, Pantera. Ava, are you a movie actress? Yeah, I could you tell. I, I almost recognize you, I think. Somewhere. Oh yeah, people That's... tell me that. They Sorry, say that I've not... got a familiar face. What's it like to be such a stunning actress, Ava? Um, 
it's it's all right. It's pretty cool. Reach up, a lot of money. I uh, I always get people getting all up on my shit, trying to get me to donate to stuff that I literally don't care about, like wars and women's liberation and stuff like that. It's like, you think I give a shit? I don't know. You think I care about what's going on in Iran or Ukraine? All I'm thinking about is my garden. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's pretty chill. You know, I've always thought that most famous actresses such as yourself were like empty vessels without much of a personality. And although that sounds very negative, it could be a very positive thing because it's so easy for you to adapt to the to the screenplay that's written for you, right? Um, yeah. I'm thinking about starring in like some sort of some sort of like furry like film, like a like a, I'm a, like a whatever that dog is in your profile picture, Pantera. I'm one of those. Yeah. I think that would be a, a major hit. There's a uh, a major furry convention that happens every year in my home city. That. And for Pantera, a week, I dress up. Hello. We can hear you. So, wait, hold on, everyone. Addy's here. Okay, Addy has arrived. Hi, guys. Steffi, you better not fuck up again tonight or I'm leaving forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm not going to come back for 48 hours this time. She has scorned me. It's 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 gotten to be this, like, war here yeah, somehow. I, left, I don't know I what happened. I left for five minutes, and I come back, and suddenly there's another blonde bitch's co-host. So, yeah, that will not be happening again. Mm, he was foolish for that. It was a really foolish move of Sefi. Yeah, I've, I've, created, I've created a new set of rules here. So uh, there will always be a co-host space available for Addy at all times, no matter what. Yeah. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense to me. I think Addy is essential to the cohesion of a good space. So Addy, um, like, yeah, you were, uh, so what, uh, what types of booze should I go by? We're talking about different uh, gins and all that. Like, which one tastes like what? I feel like um, Zara, Ava, Lavender, Anissa <laughs> might be the one that would be able to answer this best. She's she's the one that's always making the good cocktails, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I don't know. I think uh, you, you know your stuff too. I'm a real passion fruit martini head, personally. Do you like passion fruit, Sefi? Or ponce martini? I do, but like, or do you use some kind of like passion fruit f- flavor type of thing or the real thing? Like, do you have access to the f- actual passion fruit? Um, you have real make- passion fruit flavor in the top. Although, the best stuff to do is you get 25 mils of vanilla vodka, 25 mils of Pessoa, which is like a passion fruit liqueur, and then 25 of a passion fruit. Uh, 25 is like a shot. So, just a shot of each. And then a shot of like passion fruit puree. You can get some really good stuff. And it's just like, yeah, just liquefied passion fruit. Uh, okay. So you just kind of, you just shake this all together. Yeah. With some sugar syrup as well. You put lots of like three seconds worth pouring of sugar syrup in. You can make that yourself in, in the pan if you want. But um, yeah, and then you shake it with ice really hard and it makes it a really nice foam at the top. And then you chop up half a little passion fruit and you pop it in. I think I could see you sipping some of those, Sophie. 
I think that sounds yeah. so good. I want to get I'm trying to make one. What cocktail would you be, Addy? Mm, that's a hard. That's a hard one. I mean, my my go to that, like I always order, is just a dirty Bombay martini. Mm. But recently, I've been drinking a lot of whiskey sours for some reason. Mm. Um. But one awful thing, actually, it's not really that common in New York. They don't really do it here. But sometimes you'll go to a bar. This is very common in Massachusetts, I found. And you'll order something like with like a sour or I don't even know. This happened to me with a margarita once and I was so disgusted. And they'll use just regular sour mix, which I sound now that I'm saying it out loud. (laughs) I sound really pretentious that I'm like, I can't believe they'd use sour mix for a sour. But I just have always had it where it's like egg white and, you know, lemon or lime juice and simple syrup and whatever. Um, What is sour mix? Maybe it's only an American thing. It's super gross. Look it up. It's just like a mix that comes in a bottle and it's like bright yellow. And I think it just has citric acid and. I don't know, some other stuff in it. So they just dump it in instead of using actual oh, lemon or lime juice. That's so um, gross. Yeah, that's really gross. It's Whoa. so gross. And I, <laughs> over the summer, I was home in Massachusetts and I went, I was with my family and we went to, it was actually on the 4th of July and we had gone to dinner somewhere that was kind of on the water and it was sort of like a bar place too. And I ordered a margarita and it came back and I was horrified because it had, it was just made with sour mix and tequila. It was like the worst thing I've ever had in my life. It didn't really, have. It's, it's an entirely different drink at that point. If it I know it was crazy because it didn't have triple sec in it. It didn't have lime juice. It was just, I was horrified. So now. Just citric acid. That's so gross. Yeah, it was so gross. Um, hey, to, but, if, yeah. you're, if you're doing kind of like a typical mixed drink bar right like how many different uh like drinks do you typically have to make most common cocktails is it like Um, 10 different bottles 20 like what do you have to have well like a whole bar or i think it depends which ones you like i'd say each a cocktail usually has about three four components but a lot of them overlap, like plain spirits, like vodka or rum or gin or whatever. But I'd say lime juice um, or limes is a real essential, and so is sugar syrup. I think sugar syrup is a really big one, actually, because um, like just putting normal sugar in just isn't the same. Like it's what gives the foam to the, so many cocktails. Ooh. So sugar syrup and so sugar syrup's where the foam is coming from. Yeah, I mean, well, you can get some foam. It's it's from like the I think uh, when you shake sugar, when you shake lime uh, juice, it tends to to give you a bit of foam regardless. Anything with lime in, but uh, anything with lime, you want a bit of sugar in as well to even it out usually. And um, yeah, I don't know why, but shaking it really like it's like the harder you shake it, the more foam you get with the sugar. I don't know. Okay, cool. Always sweet. Yeah. If you it want, sounds like fun. It sounds like one of those things. Like if you have everything sitting there at one time, uh, it's easier than having to like go shop for each thing each time. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, if you want, I um, if you want a bar max, Sefi, I'll uh, 
figure out what cocktails you want and I can write you the good recipes for all of them because I know the best mixes and stuff. Um, you're going to have a whole recipe book from the from these spaces by the end of it. <laughs> but, yeah, and you don't need that. You don't need to buy that many different things. You just figure out which ones you like and then have your favorites there, really. Yeah, it's it sounds like um, you, both of you kind of drink things I like. I tend to like kind of sweeter, like juicier kinds of things. Like um, not really into. Well, I don't like beer at all. I don't like mm-hmm. uh, a sort of like um, a heavier liquor taste. Right, like so definitely. Like I think what I like is more like uh girly drink type of drinks by most people's standards you know what you might like Steffi, that i made the other day um and even though it's with whiskey i think that you would like it what well, i used a bourbon in it but i made um a whiskey sour with cherry preserves in it so i had these i had i think i saw some in my fridge they were the um the bon maman ones they're really good. I think it's like a spiced cherry. And so I added the bourbon and then I added, I think I used lemon juice instead. Lemon juice, simple syrup. Um, or maybe I used agave instead of simple syrup, but regardless. And then I added maybe a tablespoon of the cherry preserves. And then I shook it up and then I added in my egg white after. Um and it was so good because, and it's pretty sweet too, because you had the cherry preserves and then you also had the agave or simple syrup or whatever I used. Sounds so nice. Yeah, that's amazing. You were saying, Jibber? Oh, no. Like, I was just commenting on what you were saying. Like, yeah, it sounds like you only like things that actually taste good, which I can't, I can't blame you for at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I kind of like sour candy too. Not kind of. I, I really like sour candy. Like <laughs> sour candies and that shit? Yeah, like, you know, just like uh, those little, you know, those little ribbon-type candies that are really, really sh- sweet and sour? I like those, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny story. Of- Sorry, go go ahead, Ava. I was just going to say, I think you would really like uh, grenadine-based cocktails then, because they taste like sweets to me. They taste like um, those. They're really good. What would be? Have you ever had a dirty Shirley? Very simple, but they're so good. I think so. It's a Shirley Temple, but you throw some vodka in it. Okay, yeah, that sounds like it'd be pretty good. Yeah, vodka-based drinks are generally good. Um, Yeah, I just don't have a good recollection for like which drink is what. So you know, like I haven't kept track of along the. A time that I've had different cocktails, like which ones I actually liked. So it's like, it's almost like each time I go, it's like a surprise. I'm like, just like, give me something that's good. And they just make me up something. And that's that. But anyway. There's this bar here. I think that you would really like it. It's a little tiny speakeasy. It's called Attaboy. Um, And do you go in and they don't have a menu? You just tell the bartender what you like and they'll kind of make you a drink based on that but they're super expensive and it's really really hard to get into but it's so fun it's like one of my favorite places to go last time i was there i like almost had sex on one of their couches so i have some really good memories from there but um their drinks are so good 
actually, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh, I really want to go there tonight. But I don't know. Addie, I just have to ask, why did you almost have sex in a public establishment? I don't know, Jerbear, have you ever been on a date where you really liked somebody? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I mean it's just like, it's a, I don't know. <laughs> you've never been to the point on a date where you've been like so into the person that you've almost had sex with them? I have, but I, I I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is like, why? Because your bars probably suck. That's why. So whatever you know, bar she's talking about apparently is pretty nice. <laughs> Fair point. I mean, a lot of the bars in Ottawa do kind of suck. So Hold on, Jerbear. I'm looking for a tweet that will explain it to you. kind of funny actually uh crypto twitter today um uh ava like which is basically people doing like twitter shit related to crypto is depressed as fuck like everyone's just so depressed for some reason <laughs> like nobody's talking anymore and like nobody's around and um everyone's gotten wrecked and um yeah just Isn't that like, at the moment? people are like shedding tears of blood or whatever um <laughs> it's, it's a pretty sad situation but anyway how's it actually I mean, like like, how bad is it, like, in terms of the actual situation, Sefi? Because I don't know anything about crypto, so, like... Yeah, what's going well, on? Well, not... Well, what usually happens is is that, like... So, the simple way to describe it is when, um, let's say, the, the price of something interesting that you like to buy is, like, let's say it's $10, right? And then it goes to 20 and then it goes to 30 and then it goes to 40 or whatever. Then the the faster these things go up, what happens is is more people start tweeting about it and getting like excited about these things, and then like the YouTubers are on there saying things and TikTokers and who 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 knows, right? So the th things just kind of skyrocket; they just go crazy. What the fuck, Seffi? I just checked my balance and I lost money because of you. I lost six cents. Jesus Christ, Addy, hold up a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> How dare you, Sefi? You're making so me depressed. go broke. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so. I'm going to get on Twitter and I'm going to start saying, Sefi showed me this, this thing and I lost all my money. Everybody go hate on his account because I lost, 50 12, cents. I lost 12 cents off of my initial investment. Sefi, why would you do this to Addy? <laughs> So anyway, so as these things go up, like a bunch of people pile on, right? So obviously someone buys the top or whatever, and then everything goes down because like all the excitement goes down. Basically, as prices go down, people are really, really depressed. So they just, nobody talks about it. They don't tell their friends and family. They don't tell anybody. YouTubers aren't interested. There's not that much engagement. And like, like YouTubers aren't getting any followers or whatever. So everything just sort of dies down all at one time. It's really, it's really funny. So yeah. it's like either a tsunami uh, or like a tornado or something like that, or it's nothing at all. It's like clear skies, like nothing's happening. So, yeah. And then, you know, with uh, inflation going up and like I, I get, you know, obviously people's purchasing powers down and this and that, just everyone's just fucking depressed. Like you can sense it everywhere. Like um, it's just like straight negativity. And you can tell mostly just by how many people are sort of around, like not many people are chatting and it's just that's just what it is. So it's just a strange. Uh, it's just it's interesting always to watch this play out. Uh, it happens all the. It happens every time. 
Yeah, Sophia. Yeah, I remember that back in like the bull run, uh, Journey Crypto. He's like a big YouTube channel. He was posting like God fucking damn near every day. And now he hasn't posted in months. And when he does post, he'll post once, and then like two months later, maybe make another post. Like a lot of these people just. They abandoned crypto Twitter and they abandoned crypto because they lost all their money and they never came back. Pardon? They lose all their money and never come back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what happens to a lot of people. They lose their money. They're like, this is a rug. I didn't get a million dollars. I'm out. Like, now I'm going to go fucking buy mutual funds. Like, I can't believe Steffi made me go broke. Now I can't go out tonight because I just checked my balance and instead of, I, and I've lost money on it. So thanks, Seffi. $50 worth of Adam, Eddie. Yeah. You know what, Seffi? <laughs> that, that could have paid for like two and a half drinks here. So thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Seffi. Jesus. Now I feel bad. Yeah. Um, how am I going to afford to drink? How am I going to afford to go out and drink my little drinks tonight? She's gonna have to go to like a dive bar and drink something with like sour, like fake sour yeah. mix. And I'm gonna be drinking citric acid tonight because of you. Thanks a lot. Oh, just or in, like just the limes without the actual. Yeah, alcohol. I'm gonna have to be ordering soda waters tonight because my atom balance is down. Ridiculous. <laughs> By a nickel. Yeah, well, that's one nickel that that could have gone into my. Hey, you, fund. you bought it at twelve dollars. It's still above that. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I bought it at twelve dollars and a certain amount of cents. Oh, and shit. right now, it is. You're wrecked. <laughs> it is. Let me check. Um, yeah, like twelve fifty. I just thought I'd let you all know. Um, I've got a really good outfit today. I'm wearing like a really fun like purple shirt. So thanks a lot. I've got a nice in- and I've got green sparkly eyeshadow and it's a sleigh. That's a sleigh. Thanks. Ava, what is your favorite color? Oh, uh uh probably purple or blue. Purple, that's it. I love all the colours of the rainbow. Even you, Jerba. Should I call you Jeremy? Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm hoping that Bruce is on some like yacht. I think that may be why he's got no reception, because otherwise he would have uh, mentioned something, right? So he's probably got no cell reception. Um, I'm a, if if he stayed for the party, I thought Pantera was going to fill us in, but um, I think there was a like a sort of they rented a boat or something is what he told me before, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And you weren't invited. <laughs> And go yeah the, there's like a group called delphi and uh they're kind of like a little like crypto company sort of deal to make a long story short and they, they uh they i think they were throwing a party on a yacht or something like that so he was going bruce went to a delphi digital party that's fucking awesome what yeah if i went to uh columbia i, I would have probably uh, figured out how to go with a couple of the people, but um, anyway, I, <laughs> I, I've I've debated whether to stay a non or actually go to these type of things. But honestly, like I don't know, 
I don't think it's like that beneficial to go to these things necessarily. It's kind of like a weird nerd party. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can go to Las Vegas with Jade though, and you guys can hang out and talk to the people at Polycon. <laughs> yeah, but like if I was going to go to Columbia, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, don't bring up that name in this place ever again, Jared Bear, you fucking idiot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 but if I'm going to go to like Columbia, right, would I want to sit around like at this like conference thing for a few days or just roam Columbia? Like, what, like, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't seem like a, the best use of time as far as like traveling. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm just thinking like, there's definitely these things going on in the UK, right? So how do, so if I make an alt right for crypto and I just sort of post all sorts of nonsense, you know, I get Sefi and Bruce to like copyright for me or whatever. Um and then I get invited to these parties and then I get to get drunk on a boat and like having to have a good time. Like I'm thinking this might be like a viable sort of lifestyle choice to make. Uh Sefi, would you would you do some um some tweet writing for me? Yeah, that's sort of like the the route Jade was going. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like Jade, I guess, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, these little uh, nerd conventions have, like, uh, maybe, like, 90% guys, 95% guys, maybe 5% women. So it's, it's very kind of funny easy, that way. Uh, yeah. easy way in. I've got the I've got the cheat code. Um, I make up for it by having a low uh, spatial spatial IQ, but that's okay. Because yeah, apparently, a lot of like Colombian women are showing up, like you know, because they figure like a bunch of rich dudes are showing up in Medellin or whatever, and um, you know, so it's like uh, I don't know, I'm not sure uh, yes, what all guys, happens there. Guys, but... guys, 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 I, I need help immediately. What, <laughs> what, do you, what alcohol do you guys think I should order to my apartment? Ooh, what's uh, what are the options available? Actually, you know what? This would be a fun game for Zara. I'll I'll read you through what's in my bar right now, um, and then you can tell me what I should order because I think I am probably going to go out tonight, but like much later. But I want to start mm-hmm. drinking now. <laughs> so okay. hold Let's on. My door's super squeaky. I'm gonna mute myself. They're gonna so they're gonna deliver it to your door. Yeah, because I don't really feel like walking to um, the liquor store because I'm being super lazy. So okay. Oh, my roommate like cleaned out here. So I haven't I haven't gotten the stage of ordering booze to my door yet. Mm, yeah, I've done it quite a few times. Okay, here's what we have. I'm gonna go through the whole little bar. We have Frangelico, um, which is like a hazelnut liqueur. We have, um, this is not, this is, oh my God, he's here. This is not a liquor, but we have Orzada, which is an Italian drink. It's kind of like, what is that? Like Orgiat. Um, I have blue curacao. I have creme de violette. Mm, I have Kahlua. I also have Mr. Black. I have 
um, butterscotch schnapps for some reason. I don't remember ever using those, but I do have a little bit of vanilla vodka left and it's covered in flour because I was using it as a rolling pin. I have triple sack. I have green chartreuse. I have absinthe. Um, I have um, cherry liqueur. Mm, I have um, I have beef eater gin, and then I also have uh, blue sap, uh, Bombay sapphire. I have Aperol. I have a rose wine that I'm not going to drink. What else do I have? Um, I have two types of tequila, and I have some more gin. And then let me go through the bottom of the bar. I have. Let's see. Um, old. I have old fashioned bitters, grapefruit bitters, orange bitters. Um, Jesus, peach bitters, lemon bitters, and mint bitters, and that's everything. Actually, and then I also in my fridge, I have a rhubarb and fennel infused gin that I made. Do you have all of these in your house? This is such a good selection. Yeah, I have them all in my little bar that I have in my apartment. Okay, I'm definitely going to fly to New York and then we're going to make cocktails together because that's a very uh, nice mix. You definitely should. I love how I like I like doing some a little bit of mixology here and there. Mm, wait, so you've got a shaker and ice, right? Yeah, I do. All right, if I were you, because I like blue stuff, I would personally probably do some well, I said about the Angelo Azura earlier I would probably do some blue curacao with some Bombay Sapphire in equal parts with like a dash of orange bitters um, then I would shake or maybe some sugar if you have it and then I would just shake it really hard and then top it out with like lemonade um, okay perfect I can do that I think I have some lemons in my fridge too actually yeah yeah because like, it would be quite strong but if you, if you have some lemonade uh, oh, I could use. oh, or you could do blue curacao with like the cherry, uh, cherry cherry liqueur. Was it? Mm-hmm. You could do yeah. blue curacao with cherry liqueur, with like a dash of absinthe, and um, probably some more sugar. Um, and then it'll probably be purple, so that would be cool. <laughs> oh, and uh. Do you have any berries? There's some berries in there. Honestly, I'm pretty much... I just like stuff that's really colourful. So I'm okay, just thinking in my head how to make it prettiest, basically. Okay, I'll definitely use the blue curacao because I almost never use it. For some reason, mm-hmm. there's a lot missing. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was me. <laughs> that was just Zara in my apartment. I have a lemon. I think I'm going to try the cherry liqueur. Maybe... I have some clementines. Maybe I'll muddle those in because I need to use some mm. of them. Yeah, you know what, Addy? I trust your creative vision. Just let us know how it goes. Okay. I'm going to do it while we're on here. But I am going to, I'll do an absinthe rinse because I wouldn't have thought of that, but I think that's a good idea. I'll rinse my glass. Okay. Also, okay. hi to Bruce. Welcome back. We thought you were dead. 
Hello, friends. May I join this space? No. Did you die? No, I'm joking. Are you a ghost? No, I had a nap, but now I'm here. Oh, we. So you had a nap because you hate us. I thought we were theorizing that you were on a boat somewhere. You didn't have, like, solar stuff or something like that. No, I'm here. I'm listening attentively. Mm. I mean, the damage has sort of been done now, to be honest. Like, you know, we got to the point where we thought, well, I guess whether Bruce comes back or not, we're going to have this space. Um, and we were sort of getting used to your absence, really. I mean, it was hurtful, but we, we got used to it. And now you're back yeah. here, and it's like, well, we already realised. We can survive without you. Would you say several possible ways to murder persons? We were we were thinking of how to kill you. Hmm. Well, I can leave then. (laughs) No, what were you saying? Did did a specific person take on my role in my absence? Um. I would say we were all being ourselves, so not really. Maybe communally. Like it takes a village, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you've made me feel shy, so I'm just going to fade into the background until my self-esteem comes back. Alright. Um uh, okay. You're kind of messing with the vibe right now, Bruce. I don't know what's gotten into you. I don't know if it's the post sleep haze, but it's changing the dynamic of the space in a bad way and I don't like it. Um I don't know. Let's talk about something else. Uh how has your day been? <laughs> Sorry. Why is your hand I mean, how is he? <laughs> I think he's just stretching. As a matter of fact, I'm going to stretch too. So, just because one man puts his hand up, you follow him. You know, when when Hitler came around. Some people will want to follow him, Jabban. I think you would have been one of those people. You would have been his top guy. I'm just stretching. I don't know why you're hating. Mm. Don't you think it's really funny how um, Kerry said that some people were talking about our spaces and said, uh, yeah, like it's off brand for you to be associating with them, Kerry. What do you, what do you think about that? Wait, what? Someone said that? Yeah, some random crypto card. They said it's off-brand for Dr. Carey to be talking to us. I love that. I bet they're all messaging behind the scenes. That That's like the kind of thing I aim for, for someone to like shame the Web3 women of decentralized economies. Guys, one of her friends just left as you were saying that. <laughs> oh, wait, what? No, Kit left or whatever her name was. Yeah, my opinion on it is I think that these women that say stuff like, oh, you, it's so off brand for you or, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. 
I think they, those are women that never fit into a group before or never really had any close friends. And then when suddenly, oh, my cat is trying to knock everything over. <laughs> suddenly, once they have this little group, they feel like they need to gatekeep it and be yeah. all like Protect nasty them all about it. Lost and just, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's like people who believe that, um, that like, um, <laughs> like cliques exist in college. Like once you're an adult, it's very strange to think stuff like that. I don't know. Mm, yeah. That is kind of funny though. That they're like, yeah, it's very off brand for you, Carrie. And like, let her do whatever she wants. Her time. Like, I don't know. I find it ridiculous. You can socialize with ever who you want to. I don't like people being mean to my good friend, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Especially She's, Carrie. Quite, I think quite. you need to tell her that her her new profile picture is beautiful. Okay? She needs to hear it. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, we need to get Firebast in here. We need to talk to Firebast. We need to hear her voice. And we need to hear her vibe. Maybe someone could like send it to her and invite her or something. She's my favorite TEDx speaker. Yeah, mine too. Um, I remember when she slid across the stage and she left this trail and then all of the Ukrainian orphans who went up and they just like scooped out with little teaspoons and ate this, this, the nutritious slime that she left behind her. Do you remember that? Yeah, let me, let me invite her. We need to also work out how to get rid of her. Wait, who are we referring to? Sorry. Well, it's the creator of um of uh, Lung. Oh, you mean Coach Bruce Wrangler the second? Well, no, he's kind of um. Okay, I've, invite. just guy. I've invited her. Bruce, I was noticing that like most of the um, I was just right before you came on that that was mentioning like most of the like Twitter spaces crowd, like the crypto Twitter crowd or whatever. It's like, there's this air of depression everywhere. Everyone's fucking crying about something or another. Um, Mm -hmm. It's pretty, it's a pretty constant theme right now. I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, it was four months ago and now it's um, still really big in a sad way. Yeah. I mean, it feels like the markets are just like emotional momentum. Like nothing's actually happening except emotions. Yep, it, and it just gets really wow. like anchored. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's it's pretty. Uh, it's like palpable. It's like obvious after a while. You know, like it's all just kind of pure sentiment driven. The whole thing, like yeah, like everyone's either really really happy or really really depressed. One of the two. <laughs> it's really funny. It's kind of um. It's kind of gay, actually. It's like imagine being swept around by the tides of those around you. Like just be yourself. Just like be yourself. Um, I think it's super gay. Like super, super gay. Melanie is here again. My friend Melanie. We've never spoken, but I don't know. I think think sometimes we look at each other's profile pictures at the same time, even if Mm -hmm. we don't talk. Melanie yeah, was yeah. in one of the first spaces I was ever in. 
No, no. I um, one time Melanie was here, and I like, I kind of shamed her into not speaking because she wasn't speaking, and she did come up and speak for like an hour. And ever since then, she's like gone back down to listener and lurked for like the last ten spaces, silently listening and masturbating to everything we're saying. I don't think she's doing that. Why won't she come back up? Why does she hate us? Maybe you, maybe she's not coming back up because you just said she's masturbating to our spaces. Do a bit that. Melanie, do a love heart if you're masturbating to our spaces. That would certainly make me uncomfortable if somebody said that when I was in listener mode. And see, she didn't love heart you, so you were wrong. Melanie, Melanie do a love heart if you're masturbating to our spaces on a regular. She's, she's laughing. She's, she's not love hearting. She's being dishonest. Melanie, okay. Damn it. Um, is actually the one masturbating. Um, as is uh, Lord Lunk down there. Mm. Oh yeah, I woke up this morning and the space was still on. Um, after hours of presumably silence, and Lord Lunk, who had been in there since the very start of it, was still there. Now, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what he does. But like, why are you sat in a space like? Were they were they talking? Like, do you, like what actually happened? Because I was like asleep. Wait, when you woke up, was was it just him on there? Or was anyone else on it? There were like five people in there for a while. Were they talking, or were they just sat in silence? Because I wasn't approving them. We could hear you snoring, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was interesting. It was like... <laughs> Wait, can no, I ask I a question? Because I, I saw somebody say it, and I was not on any of spaces last night. What did Katie say that everyone was like, Katie, why did you say that? Did you say something really bad? Like, what happened? No, I don't think I was there for that. I wasn't there. I was actually with Demon and uh, Jerry. Mm, I don't remember what Katie said. Um, it sounded like Steffi was your space, and then you ended it right after she said something. She was like, was that too mean or something like that? Do you guys remember? Oh, I no. I felt super left out once I saw no, you. No, that was bullshit. I, I started a game which was like, why do you hate everyone here? So yes. I went <laughs> going around in a circle like, I hate Sefi because some reason. I hate uh, Zara because whatever. I hate Lucas because whatever. And then Katie started and then Sefi exploded the space after she <laughs> oh, I think that was okay. when I was driving and the, the connection just broke or some shit yeah likely story Steffi. she always Steffi thinks i have some handle like, the heat of, she of always thinks like i have a motive say. for like rugging the space or something out of your your well, uh, yeah it's happened many times yeah, yeah the, well you the, run these things for like 14 hours and shit and then like or whatever the fuck <laughs> and then tell I don't me know, it's Steffi, not gonna the get one space off. that i ran nothing ever happened i just ended it when i wanted to end it and yeah. personally, I didn't say anything. I just closed it. So I could see how you could just be lying to us and saying that that's the real reason when it's actually not. You know, the other problem also, is... Also, I can't I find my muddler, so I have to muddle these, these clementines with a spoon. It's really I use kind this of- phone. I use this phone for like my work calls and stuff. So if, if a call comes in, half the time it works okay where I can like just be away. And then other times... Why don't you have a work crash. phone like a normal person? I don't know, like, because I'm called all the time. So it's like, then I would have to, like, have, like, two things making noise all the time. Yeah, and then our spaces wouldn't get interrupted. So maybe you should look into it. I'll, I'll invest in another phone. 
Ava, your hand is up for some reason. Yeah. Everyone is so, um, like, uh, polite. Sophie, aren't you going to, you're the host, aren't you going to introduce and um, welcome my friend Lucas? He's quite shy. Yeah. Um, hey, Lucas. Uh, what's happening with you today? How's it going? I'm sleepy. Had a boring day. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything to add for us here. You didn't have any really inspired, um, like very witty tweets today. No, I actually had exclusively uh, stale and reused tweets today. I was going through and I was deleting a bunch of my old ones, and I just like copy pasted a bunch of the old ones. I didn't even come up with any original content today. It was just total, total unoriginal replication. Hmm. That's cool. I do what you got to do. You guys know what Lucas told me today? He told me that I date pedophiles and I look like a black woman. So that was really kind. I don't remember exactly saying that, but I think I stand by it anyway. Hmm. How? Let's let's talk about you, Addy. Um, it's probably said. It was probably said with love, though, right? No, it wasn't. Oh, it was just purely vitriol? How could you say that to somebody lovingly? I could say anything to anyone to to help them to learn and teach them. Um, What sort of men do you date? Are they pedophiles? No, definitely not. Okay, that's cool then. Would you consider dating a pedophile? (laughs) No, I would not. I don't think we should be saying this stuff on spaces. It's going to like end because <laughs> you guys are talking about that. But no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. And I have never dated somebody that I think would even like I've suspected some of the people I've dated maybe would kill people in the future or something. But I've never suspected anyone that I've dated would like do anything like that. Do you think they'd kill a child? No, I think they'd just kill like a woman. Do you think they'd kill, like, a woman child? That's pretty freaky. Mm, no, just, like, I don't know, a regular woman. Like, you know, a woman in her 20s, probably. When in your mind does she become a woman? At what age? Um, I don't know. I still refer to myself as a girl sometimes, but I think, I feel like I Do you think like that would make woman. any sort of guy who's, like, interacting with you into a sort of uh, pedophile himself? Because I call myself a girl. No, I think it's just normal to call yourself a girl. I feel like maybe I felt a little more like a woman when I was maybe like 20, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I don't feel like a woman the same way maybe somebody that's 30 feels like a woman. But I don't know. When do you guys feel like you became men? It still hasn't happened to me. I've had about three puberties now, and every time I get closer, but it's not quite there yet. That's pretty concerning since you're, like, pushing 30. I'm pushing, like, 40. Even worse. You'll get there someday. Lucas and Bruce are, like, low-key pedophiles. Jer Bear, when did you start feeling like a man? How old are you, Jer Bear? You're my age, right? I choose not to answer this question. Okay, well, you're the one that said before that we're similar in ages, so not me. I'm just quoting you. 
I can't give away too much information. You no know, people already know my first name. If I give away my age too, like it's it's game over. There are yeah, not that many people okay. that have twins, I think, too. Yeah, like it's I, I can't give away this type of information. And like, you know, why would you point that out, Sassy? I was trying to get information out of him. Dumbass. Yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna remain honest in the situation, you know. I think a lot of men out there just never really finish puberty. Like I remember being in school. Shake my drink. Okay, I'll do it anyway. Isn't that nice? Very nice. So true, Oh, hey, Melanie. Um, you hopped up here. It's been a while. What are you doing? Just sitting outside work. I work all the time. I just can't, I can't speak because I'm like in the patient's room. So (laughs) I pretty much like have you guys on my AirPods. Oh, they're like your little friends in your your AirPods. Um, What do you work as? I'm a nurse. So. Oh, that's cool. All the time. What what, uh, sort of nursing do you do? Or where do you work? So I do renal care, um, so step-down mm-hmm. unit, sometimes lung transplants. It just depends what unit I get floated on. Oh, imagine if you and Safi, like, you were both, like, happened to be working on some something, and there was some, like, hospital merge sort of thing, and Safi just happened to be visiting at the time, and there was, like, a lung lung transplant thing, and, like, you were helping out, and then you heard a familiar voice, and you turn around, and, like, Safi's there. And you like lock eyes and you're like, it's him. And then it turns out the person getting the lung transplant was Coach Bruce. And Addie is also a nurse. And I'm like a janitor, like pushing like a mop, like an empty mop bucket. <laughs> and Lucas is like in the walls. And Jeremy is dead. No, you would be more of like our receptionist, Sarah. You'd oh, be on the floor. You know what, that's honestly such a compliment. Thank you so much. I'm sure I've asked Sefi for orders. Maybe. Probably called him when he was on call. Hmm. I guess that's possible. Hmm. Maybe uh, all the listeners could be like the different tools and drugs involved in the transplant. I don't know what drugs are involved in that sort of thing. Maybe you guys do. You could say what they all are. <laughs> so Lucas could be like the Foley catheter or the condom catheter would probably be better. Mm-hmm. Jer Bear could be the NG tube with um, continuous suction. Did you say that <laughs> Lucas is the Foley catheter? Uh, probably more the condom catheter because the condom catheter is like a condom that you have to put over. It never works, and you constantly have to put it back on. Oh, interesting. It's- I'm sorry. What part am I knowing? <laughs> You're the NG tube with continuous suction, so it's a tube that goes through your nose. And you're not asleep during insertion either. Like, we have to, like, brace you for it. 
I would um I would get one of those tubes and I would put it down my lungs and then I would um like insert like ten cigarettes in there and just slide them down into my lungs and and then I would quit smoking because <laughs> because I would have hey, it there. You tell me you already quit smoking. Yeah, to be fair, I haven't I still haven't. I don't know. It's just that's just my first thought when I think of a tube into my lungs, like I don't know. Or maybe like just kind of swallow a vape. Well, Sophie could give you like a trach and then you could be one of those that like smokes through it. You know? I want, I've always wanted to be one of those like people. I think they're really cool and disgusting. Melanie, have you ever be... seen someone that like uh, wears uh, their oxygen and such and then blows up their whole face? Yes. Yes. That's, that's always cool, huh? Always. Wait, sorry, you just said that you've always been interested in those people. Would you consider letting me trach you with Sefi's help and then you could become one of those people? Are you talking I can, about I can walk you through it. Yeah, I'll give you a hole in your throat and then we can just put a thing and you can smoke through it. Melanie, were you aware that Addie's like um like strange wish wish list, her dream, like let's say like a make a wish foundation dream. Like her dream is to trach somebody with like a ballpoint pen. Yeah, that's my deathbed dream. Every day I walk down the street with a pen in my hand, hoping that somebody is going to, like, really need to get traked, and I'll be the one to do it. Like, they go into, like, anaphylaxis. Like, so- yeah, like, it's life or death, and I'm the one there with the ballpoint pen, and I'm traking them. I have no medical training. I'm, I think I'm only trained in CPR, but I would, I would be able to do it. I'm so confident. I wonder if there's videos about it. But like, my- There are. There's plenty. My dad scared me when I was like 10 years old. We went to like the Poconos and I got stung by a bee and had like a really bad reaction. My dad was in the Navy and I was like 10 and my face was all blown up. And he was like, okay, if you can't breathe, I'm going to take this pen and just stab you in the throat. And I was like, holy shit, as a 10 year old. So I, I don't know. I mean, you could. Melanie, your dad was Navy? Yeah. Or his Navy? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where did you, were you like a Navy brat? Did you have to go all over the place? Yeah. So I was born in San Diego. That's where my mom and dad met. And then we've lived everywhere. New York, Massachusetts, um, Arizona, where I'm at right now, Colorado, Idaho. I've been all over the place. Mm, cool. Cool. But I think that Sefi should make Addy his first assist on a procedure. Yeah, I can walk you through it, Addie. It's it's doable. Zara, you can videotape through a trach. Yeah. But can I do it with a pen? Mm, no, but there's cooler stuff than pens. No, there's not. There's nothing cooler <laughs> than tracking somebody with a pen. You just don't right. get it, Sethi. And is it a pen? It is then. Okay, so who's gonna volunteer to be that? I also I made my drink. It's good. We vote Jarbert Baron. Yeah, yeah, I would totally trick Jerbear. Zara yeah, can make an ed- instructional video, like an educational video for everybody. Yeah, also anybody that volunteers, just know Sefi can fix it after. I just really want to trick someone. Right, Sefi? That's a strange obsession, Addy. No, it's not, Jerbear. You just um, don't I'm pretty get sure it. I couldn't fix that. 
<laughs> by the way, Kathy, don't tell them that <laughs> they don't need you, to. You, know you actually have to do it right. <laughs> okay. I, I, well, I'll do it right, but we just pretend like you can reverse it so that somebody volunteers. Stop like ruining my whole gig here. What, Sefi, what's the one where they like trach the chest cavity? You mean put a hole in your chest? Yeah, I saw somebody do that, uh, like just on a whim because it was for a free beer. It was like, like a festival. Wait, <laughs> they did what on a free uh, whim? They did it like a ballpoint pen or something? No, like, uh, I guess that's what you call it, maybe, but where they like stab it through their chest, like the actual cavity, go through the bone, the diaphragm mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, well, you just pick a spot like where a, a couple of ribs, you know, you know how you can feel the opening between two ribs. Yeah, you don't want to stab your diaphragm. That would be bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, that's why usually, professionals. <laughs> usually go above that. So usually like imagine like where your nipple is, go like maybe a couple of rib spaces below that and it pretty much hits it. It was just a video, so I didn't look too closely. It was a friend that was at this festival. And yeah, the guy just did it on a whim. Like a, Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. You could hear it like go through the bone. Steffi, have you ever stuck your hand into somebody's lung or their chest cavity or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what pretty does, normal. What does it feel like? Um, I don't know. The lung feels kind of um it's just squishy, basically. It, like, it, what it, it like moves what, pretty easily. Like something that I would know, what does it feel like? Like compare it to an object that I could go touch and be like, mm, that feels like a lung. Mm, have you ever touched like a, a piece of like liver? Yeah. Like yeah, something like that. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's like pork chop. Yeah, pork. Well, well, it, I guess it depends if you're talking about the rib or you're talking about the lung. <laughs> the lung taste. <laughs> or like about, it's like. Like yeah, rock. it's like a, it just tastes, it's just like, not taste, it just feels like liver. It's just like a spongy kind of a deal, mm. but yeah. Okay. I do like eating, I do like liver. I eat liver pretty frequently, so. Yeah, next time I'm going to touch it and I'm going to like play around with it and say, mm, this is what Steffi feels like when he goes to work. Yeah, I try not to do those too often. We like, I usually do them only uh so often nowadays but anyway so they have what's called like lung in a box and so when they do the transplants they do like that whole clamshell cut and then remove their lungs and they do it mostly at like the teaching facilities over here you could sit on one of them maddie and like ask them if you can like touch the lungs that is so cool. I want to do that. Do they have those in New York? I'm not sure because yeah, here, you're not too far from NYU, I think. Do they? Which is like, I, St. Joe's over here has the monopoly over on the West Coast anyway of the lungs in a box. So it's like lungs from people that are not so great. Mm. Madeline, if if we all like if everyone's speaking in this space right now, we all lived in a big sandcastle on the beach. What what sort of room do you think you would live in in the sandcastle? Like, describe me the vibe. Like, um, what the decorations would be like, and what the, what the where it would be in the massive sandcastle. Um, 
what colour the wall would be? Like, would you put seashells there? Oh, good question. Um, I'd probably be on the second floor of the sandcastle with a big window overlooking the sea. And I'd probably have seashells decorated all over. But, like, a huge bed so I can, like, roll around and do nothing. Mm. Do you have any, like, little, like, beachside friends, like a pet? I don't know, a crab or a bird, like a little bird or a snail? A seagull that comes to my window all the time. Mm. That would be so cute. You're like the seagull tamer. They're like, the seagull will, like, come and go. I'm not sure what his name is, but I'll come up with one. Where's your room at? Hmm. I would like to live um, on the ground floor. Like immediately when you walk in, you think there's going to be like a sandcastle lobby and it's just my bedroom. But it's not really a bedroom. There's more like a net. There's just like a big, like a fishing net um, sort of wedged into the ceiling and I would sleep up there. And when everyone thinks I'm asleep, I'd actually be facing down with my eyes wide open. I'd just be staring at everyone. Um, uh, Sefi or Coach or Addy, what about you guys? Where do you live in the sandcastle? I've been quiet for the last 10 minutes because I started speaking, then Addy started shaking her drinks, and that really upset me. Hmm. Um, okay. Maybe you should be less sensitive. These things matter. It's like I'm not being respected anymore. It's like everyone is out to get me. And it was funny like three months ago. But but now like it's like it's like it's like it's it's like I'm being shit tested constantly. <laughs> maybe maybe you should give people a reason to respect you. I shouldn't have to ask for it. If I'm gonna voluntarily come in these spaces and be be talked to in a certain way, then I need to be respected. And I'm I'm sick of being shit tested. And like like I get it that that I'm happy to play the heel. And you know when I'm when I'm in these spaces, um, I'm happy to play that role. And I'm perfectly happy. And like there's no emotional reaction inside me at all. But at the same time, like I'm getting sick of it. And and I'm getting bored of it. And um, I'm I'm tired of being shit tested. Mm. Yeah, I totally understand. Um... And, you know, I'd never thought of it that way before. But now you say it, that's really changed my perspective and opened up new opportunities and pathways of thought. And um, I appreciate the widening of, of openness that you teaching me about your experience has um, instilled within me. And, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Coach Bruce. Cheers. I really liked it when Aniki said he was the heel. Do you know what a heel is? Like in wrestling, it's the big bad guy. Like, have you ever seen WWE? It's like, you know, James Bond. Why did he not even, like, why did he, when you told him that, he didn't even know what you were talking about. So what was he referencing? I've never heard somebody use that before. You You know know what I mean? Like, he didn't even know what that was in wrestling. It's the guy who plays against the, it's like such a, like a, it's kind of a self-image boosting thing. It's like the guy who plays against the protagonist, like in James Bond or something, the the villain in the super lair is the heel, right? Or in wrestling, it's like... Oh, that's so narcissistic um, to say that then. Yeah, it's like like I'm the big (laughs) bad wolf 
I'm I'm like the bad guy, the evil guy, like the big powerful one, the one who can take down the hero of the story. <laughs> like, no, I don't think you're that friend. He really doesn't get it. Like he really doesn't get it. It's just it's he lacks the certain self-awareness that it makes it really funny for other people, but it also makes it really a little bit concerning when you actually read some of the stuff that he says and you realize that he's he's being genuine in his I don't know. Yeah. Big Gobrin. Maybe this is why he's logging off Twitter for good. <laughs> oh, let's let's share that post. It's because Eddie, Eddie, did Eddie, did you shame him to the point or something that now, like, you bullied him to like leave Twitter? I think it was probably Zara actually when she called him like the um, sex pest or whatever, like the sex tourist. I think that 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 really irked him. He wrote a message just... and he was like, "Just so you know." Anytime you call me a sex tourist or a sex whatever or a rapist, I'm just going to leave. And just so if you ever want to get me to leave, just I guess call me a sex tourist. It was what's so funny, funny is what's funny is like because Zara's was. voice is like very um Zara, Nissa, Ava. I'm confused now. Anyway, um just whatever it doesn't matter. Just... <laughs> <laughs> when uh, I think what it is is your voice is so pleasant that when you say something really cutting like people have people make the assumption that you're you're legitimately um attacking them like because well, you don't do was. it very often so every why, so why often do you think bam. she wasn't attacking him she was no i'm that's fine but i'm <laughs> oh, saying it, it affects yeah. him more because she doesn't do it as often right? do you see so how in this tweet he's also speaking in that fucking retarded bap speak he's like I will be logging off to Twitter. I will be like, shut up. It's so annoying. Like, I hate when people tweet in the stupid BAP speak. It's so fucking annoying. Like, wait, oh wait. my God, get a personality a, a bitch. BAP speak? What does that mean? It's like that, gu that guy that I was talking about, Bronze Age Pervert, he has a certain way of speaking and his whole book is written in this certain way and he tweets in this certain way. It's like this BAP Bap-esque speech where you will like cut out certain letters you like he calls women mm -hmm. like women just like this all these little nuances to his writing and people all of his people that are think he's god will go in and co-opt it and then they'll start put tweeting like this sometimes sometimes frog will fucking text me and he'll <laughs> he'll be using the words and it makes me angry to no end because i think it's so stupid like, look at that stupid, like, Aniki thinks it's funny. It's not fucking funny. You just look stupid as hell. I don't know. Andy, are you sure that this frog guy is the right guy for you? Because if he talks in bap speak, I mean, it might be over. Like... <laughs> Wait, sorry, I was laughing. What was? What did you say at the end of it? Yeah, you have a little bit of internal contradiction there. You're, you're I don't know. It's like you, you love the frog and you hate Aniki, but they're speaking exactly the same way which implies they're very similar people. No. Uh, I've, uh, mm. Maybe that's Ooh. what's bothering Eddie more at this <laughs> no, point. No, Frog, like does, not, he doesn't also, Frog doesn't, um, he doesn't speak like that all the time. He'll just do it sometimes to be annoying, but it, it's different. Like he like has sex and he's normal. He's not. Isn't mm -hmm. Bap speak um, similar to like fuckboy speak? 
Like, is this more similar to like a like a retard? <laughs> <laughs> so, Addy, like, point me to like post something up here that would be construed. Like, what's a BAPS? I'll just, speech? I'll just, I'll just. I'm just curious something. what you're talking about. I'll post something from BAPS account. How about that? It's not going to cause me brain damage, is it? It's not going to make me talk like him. No. Oh shit. Do I even? No, it's not going to make you talk like him. Um, hold on, I need to find... I don't even know if I... His name isn't Bronze Age Pavel at the moment. It's like Yeah, um... it's what it... I always forget what it is. It's like Cal... Yeah, here it is. At Beachstead90210. Hold on. Let me find one where it's actually him. He has a lot of retweets. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes he'll, he'll speak normally. This <laughs> so... entire post from Maniki is weird. So I will be logging off Twitter. I will be back someday. But for now, goodbye. God oh, you know what's funny? Is, is and what's Bap, with the anime girl? Bap retweeted Lucas today. That's funny. Lucas yeah, is girls, probably because Lucas like people. knows Bap though. Which is kind of funny. Me and Hold Bap on. used to be mutuals and me and Rafa hit the world as well. And they were really? And I was the mediator. Ugh. Zara, I really want you to meet Frog, except Thank I think you. he would probably, I think he'd like you better than me, and then I'd feel <laughs> bad. <laughs> he'd be like, I want this groiper girl. <laughs> he was a groiper chick. Yeah, he'd be um, not this stupid leftist bitch. Um, Addie, you're really worried about, um, like, his, his, I think you're worried that his, uh, he's going to be judging your politics and shit forever. No, he doesn't. No. I mean, well. He well, I mean, he almost can't help it, though, right? Well, he actually has. He actually. I don't like this. Is you guys are gonna think that he's a fucking weirdo every time I open my mouth about his politics? He finds it. He finds it. <laughs> this sounds so stupid. He finds it more feminine. He doesn't understand women that are, um, right wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thinks like in in a way because like he thinks a lot of leftism it. is empathy politics that it makes more sense for a woman to be a leftist, but he thinks that like if I married him, I would end up voting however he wanted me to vote. <laughs> mm. He's pretty convincing, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's here's a good here's a good BAP one. I actually thought this was kind of funny, and I liked it, but. This is how Bap talks. So Frog will text me and he'll say, <laughs> he'll be like, he'll be like grill when he's saying girl. It's so, it's so annoying, but that's like what Bap speak is. It's just how Aniki was posting. It's fucking idiotic. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's idiotic, but when you think about the fact that he's somehow <laughs> made this whole generation of men co-opt his language, it's actually kind of impressive. No, no, that is very brilliant, but I will just say, like, he's got some fucking dumb people following him if they're just speaking the same idiotic language he is. Like, what the I mean, fuck? Um, I think it's just silly. It's, it's pretty silly. Um, I I know a guy that used to speak a lot. It was kind of funny, though. Like, I don't know. It was like a year, year ago or something kind of liked him though so maybe that sort of changed things a bit but one time my phone was in my pocket and <laughs> it sent all these like pictures of me to him they weren't like you know naked or anything it was just like my friend was taking loads of pictures of me when I was on this cliff 
and they were really unflattering pictures. I'm like, he was, and he just sent me a message back saying like, uh, Peru grill or something because it looked like I was in Peru. <laughs> um, and but I was so mortified that I actually blocked him. Um, and never spoke to him again after that because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't want him to see those pictures. Um, I think I would kill myself if that happened to me and that was the response that I got. But it's kind of so funny. It was multiple as well. It was loads of them. So it just seemed like I was just sending them. Um, Let's see if I can find um, some good good BAP. Do you know more than one person that speaks BAP, Addy? Or is it just the frog guy? No, I mean, I know, um, I know, like, other people online, but not in real life. Mm. Let's see. Here's a good one. We're talking about one of our friends in, uh, I keep almost saying his real name. That would be bad. Frog says, I like all women submissive. And then a second text. <laughs> I was seeing an old grill, but had to stop because her dominant preferences bubbled to the surface. And then he says, Mike, which is one of our friends, has an old grill right now. And then this was before I knew about, all, like, this was very early on. And I said, what is up with you saying grill? Is that your thing? And then he just said yes. But then later I found out that it was certainly not his thing. It was just something that he had stolen. But it's funny. What are some other... It's just is annoying it, is, when you're trying to have a conversation. Is it a thing that you do so you can avoid like the like little Twitter algorithms and shit and you can say whatever you want? I mean, I guess if you like with certain things, but not really, because if they're saying anything overtly racist or something, usually they'll just use euphemisms. So not particularly, but it's just, being, being cute it's just kind of funny. Yeah. But I just find it annoying when Aniki does it for some reason. It just pisses me off. I guess everything he does kind of bothers me. So you don't, you don't feel like he's worthy of it, and you have no, to be worthy I, of language. Because I think he's kind of a loser. So I'm like, don't use like, I don't know. He said that he would like. What did he say? He he said, I don't know. He was saying some weirdo stuff. Like, you can tell he just does it because he's so obsessed with this. I don't know. His brain's so rotted. You, you, you do realize the rest it. of us say weirdo stuff's 24-7, right? It's not the same, Sefi. And the fact that you don't <laughs> understand that it's not the same, I just, I don't understand. I don't I'm, get it. I'm, I'm not defending him necessarily. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we're all kind of weird. That's that's weird. He moved to a different country to find women. That is so fucking weird. Do you know how much of a loser you have to be to do something like that? Yeah, because it's not just weird, like, in, like, a quirky sense, right? It's weird in a you have fundamentally changed the most basic thing that you have to do as a person, which is like be able to find a mate that's on your level. And you failed at that. So you have to like exploit like, I don't know, globalist fucking shit just to get over there. And I feel like, like he just watched too much like anime and shit. Next thing you know, he wants he a Japanese girl. I think that's what it was. He, he's poisoned, his brain is poisoned by media constantly just consuming. He's an eternal consumer. And he's it's, it's not even about him on a personal level because it's like, do you hate a plastic bag? Like, no, but it sucks. Like, that's basically <laughs> what he is. Yeah. Um, it's also, to go to Japan, which is one of the most 
mono-ethnic countries ever. It, it's just super, super weird to me. I find it so bizarre. I think it's so strange. You see some of the most goddamn hideous couples I've ever seen. Like, I'll see them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's nothing about you. There is, it is absolutely possible for every person to find somebody. In yellow fever is yellow fever is a thing, though, for sure. Well, he could have moved to Chinatown or something. Like <laughs> he could have gone to San Francisco and found some girl there. There's tons of Asian people there. It's so so strange to move to an entirely different country and have your reasoning. The first reasoning he gave when I met him was, "I, I really like Asian girls." It wasn't anything about. I love the Asian culture. I love Japanese culture, X, Y, Z, which I'm sure he also does. His first reason was I really like Japanese girls. It wasn't even like uh, he has like a specific like work interest there in Japan. It was like literally just uh, for uh, prowling for Japanese chicks. No, he's just a fucking freak. That's what it is. And not in any good way. Just a fucking weirdo. Did he find chicks in Japan or no? No, he's been there for eight years and he's still single. That's the worst part. Has it been eight years? I think oh so. But I didn't realize it's that long. But anyway, yeah, it's been long. I texted like one of my friends that years, I think. Something I told like that. one of my friends, and they're like, "What a fucking weirdo!" That's so sad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it's kind of strange. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. On how that. do you how do you feel that there's like a ninety eight percent possibility that he's listening secretly inside a browser window anonymously to mm-hmm. the space? I think we would see it if he were right. Nope. Oh, Kerma put my cat as his profile picture. That's so cute. You um, can put it, the the link of the space into any anonymous browser and just listen. Thought, to be an official member of the Addy Simp Army, you have to have a uh, her cat as your profile picture. This is a thing. It made me feel really uncomfortable to hear Sefi say the word Simp's Army. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny. I think Twitter, like this is something Twitter taught me. I think it's fucking hilarious. I just, I don't know. I think, um, wait, what was, I thought that with the browser thing, Coach, I thought that it would say at the bottom no. one other listener. No, you can just log in. <laughs> oh. It doesn't say he listens. Like Uh-oh. thousands of people can listen secretly. It's um, it's weird. It's open. It would be cool if you could set it so there's like a kind of a wall where you have yeah. to be a user logged in or something, but you can't. So yeah, he's uh, here. Maybe he's here. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's taking some good advice from it, like to stop being weird. No, I, I don't. I, I've never ever seen him take any good advice. Like, if even if you give him like the the best advice he would ever need to hear, and you were like spent hours and hours like trying to help him and stuff he would look back like three days later and think like you i was right you disrespected me his his he's got that that girl brain thing where the mind constantly like regenerates the situation to make itself like seem cool and and best and like it was wronged and like it was the victim or whatever um it's like he's constantly updating the story of the past to make himself better in the present it's interesting it's like there's no possibility of any learning it's it's the, the the main agenda is like make myself and my self image seem good in this moment and like the past is just like going to be rearranged to serve that goal. Mm. Um, based based in red pilled based in based in red pilled. So yeah, oh sorry, you changed your profile picture again. You like it? Yeah, I love this one. I think you've had it before. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, or something similar. 
Yeah, it's, it's, honestly, it's the most based one she's probably had. I think it's yeah. very good. Those are my real eyes. This is my real smile. It's just the me when I mushroom. I love it. Um. Oh, I think I'm blind because I couldn't tell that was a mushroom. I thought it was hills in the background and then something exploding. Like I thought the white top of the mushroom was an explosion. I was really confused. It was the explosion of Mount Doom. <laughs> but now I see, I, yeah, it looks like a volcano to me. I have a feeling that so I'm going to change it. No, I, I feel like, like I feel like Ava's no pick should awareness. be. I feel like Ava's pick should be um, like an exploding nuclear bomb, like a big like mushroom cloud. Like Hiroshima. Yeah, like Hiroshima, exactly. Like it's like this. Um, Puffy, that's kind of horrible. Because she's like nice and quiet. She's nice and quiet. She's nice and quiet, and then, bam! She's like a hammer, like on somebody in the audience. Bam! Uh, then you're. You and all of your children are going to get cancer in 30 years. Ava, you changed it again. That one is one of my least favorite. It scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> no, change it back to the mushroom. <laughs> the mushroom's so good. And someone talks that I don't really like, and I'm lying in bed on space, and I can't even get a word in because they're just walking on. I'm lying there like this, planning their next move. I'm planning like, Thinking, how can I derail this conversation? How can I just ruin that day? Or if I'm a if I'm a co-host, I just um that's my finger hovering over the mute all button. <laughs> Whenever you have this one, all I can do in space is just stare at it. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I have to agree. Uh, yeah, I'm to this is the Ava goes freaky. Um, and then I'm also wondering like what she's going to say when she has this picture up. Because I feel like something different's going to come out. Wait a, wait a minute. I have a bone to pick. I see Doctor Carrie is down here. Why the fuck did you change your profile picture back? What, what, what the hell is this? I've just invited her to speak. Terry, you better change that profile picture back. You better me. change it back to what it was before, or I'm going to lose it. Terry, I'm pissed off right now. Terry, you need to come speak because I am up. We're we are really upset. I'm angry and I'm horny. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's the Carrie. the The picture is a good picture. Don't get me wrong, but it's about not letting him win. That's what it's about. So, there we go. Thank God she's here to speak. What's your defense, no, Doctor Carrie? I'm just playing with a few pictures, and um, <laughs> I know I was like. I think I said, oh, they're going to kill me. And then I was like, oh, but I'm still going to play with them. And then, yeah, I don't even know. No, put it back. Put it back. Wait, Terry, what do you mean by letting him win? Who is him in this I didn't situation? say him. Who? I, I heard oh, him. Oh, Ava must have said that or Addie. But um, Bloom didn't like my picture, but I didn't change it because of him, really. But I was just like, it was kind of like. I don't know. I can still, I, I don't know. You're right. I'll change it. I was in another space. God, what would I do if you, I didn't have you guys? But yeah, I told Bloom, I'm like, I didn't change it for you. I changed it for me. <laughs> yeah. And now you've, now Dr. Carey, I love you, but now you've lost now that you said that. So now that you just told me you said that, I guess it doesn't even matter if you change it back <laughs> because you already said that. No, but oh, I was like playing with them. Why didn't you run this? Why didn't you run us? Run, run this bias first. 
I don't even totally care lost. anymore. I was more like I was more worried about the cool kids in the um, mushroom space that I was in. That's why I wanted. I didn't really care about Bloom liking it. I was like, what kind of cool pic can I post? Oh, you wanted to kind of like come off as like being on shrooms Be- or something, like looking up <laughs> no, in the sky. No, or not re- kind of, but not really. Like I wanted like an, a non NFT NFT type of. Uh, I'm just guys. I'm old. I don't know. I know, but Addy, I, you should totally be mad at me. I'm so uncool at this point okay. that I like I can't even like I come think, back. <laughs> I think you should sleep with somebody else. Probably he'll he'd be really sad though. Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I think you what should about, sleep with somebody else. What about sleeping with Jabber? Jabber, Jabber's too young for me, and he likes Addy and stuff. He wants to have sex with Steffi, so I don't know. Hmm. What in the fuck? What did they just hear? <laughs> Everyone wants to have sex with Steffi. Didn't you know that? No, no, yeah, that's, that's not how that works. Keeps DMing me this, um, <laughs> these like forward advances or whatever the fuck, and I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Treated like a piece, you know, of, a meat. piece of meat on this Web three, like woman dominated bullshit. Web three decentralized me piece mm-hmm. of meat. That's what you are. I'm starting to yeah, feel like um, Bruce these days. I don't know. I, I'd like to play like zombies with Safi, but I think that ends about there. Maybe have a couple of drinks and play like Black Ops three zombies or something. Let's not derail the conversation. How are so we going to get? How so are we going? Abused on video games. After oh, abused on Twitter. Stop talking about video games. How yeah. are we going to fix this situation for Dr. Kerry? How we do we need get- to find Dr. Kerry a new cock? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Really? You don't like yes. Bloom anymore, Coach Bruce? I thought you were his boy. We've it's never liked him. Bloom. Your, what your will pussy our fans has needs. Do? Your pussy has Kerry, needs. None of us like him. We just like you. We <laughs> yeah, we, we do not like him. We're we just are friends with you. So it's like when you don't like your friend's boyfriend that much, but you just tolerate him because it's your friend and you love them. Yeah, that's what's going on here. Disagree. Oh, no. I don't. I don't mind Bloom, but I only like him if he's having sex with you like three times a week. Otherwise, he needs to go. It's not I that I like hate him. him. But I think he acts kind of like a man child. And I don't really, un- I, I really don't understand why he can't come see you. And when the excuse is the high school football that he's coaching, I can only sit there and like put my head in my hands and just like, I don't know. I just fully I don't aware know of the things that I say. <laughs> Honestly, though, I do have my daughter a lot of the time. So like, like 100% during the school year. So it isn't as easy as you would think, but um, yeah. You need to also deprive Dr. him. Kerry, Can I just say this, Addy? Yeah, sorry. Dr. Kerry needs to stop giving him cyber sex. She needs to deprive him of that and say, you either fuck me for real or you fuck off. Mm. Ooh, I never thought about that tactic. <laughs> it's kind of a good idea, actually. <laughs> that's a That's a good one. Um, yeah, that is a good hmm. one. You ain't you'd say to him, you you ain't getting this hood pussy unless you come here and take it yourself. <laughs> um, Dr. Kerry, I think though when you say stuff like, you know, I have my daughter with me all the time, I totally understand that. I really I like I a hundred percent do. But I want you to think about run this through your mind really quick. If Bloom said, 
I can come next weekend. I'm getting on a flight. I'll be there on Friday. I'm going to see you. You would find a way to make it work, right? You know, yeah. Have- and I sent him the exactly. weekend that he could so- come. And my mom told me that she would, because of my ex-husband not showing up sometimes, um, she said that she would take them. I'm exactly. like, I don't think I'm a- Yeah. So, so you could make, like, it's a thing where, yes, like, that is sort of one thing where it's kind of, yeah, it makes it difficult. I mean, long distance is never easy. Of course, there's some obstacle, but that's one that could easily be fixed. Like, that's not the real obstacle, if we're being completely honest with ourselves. Maybe that would make it difficult for you to fly out there, but that's not the true obstacle. The true obstacle is that he just won't, he just isn't putting in enough effort and enough time. I mean, Thanksgiving is a long fucking time away. That's kind of crazy. How old are his boys, Gary? He's got twin boys who are 14 and then a 12-year-old. Yeah, they can take care of themselves. Yeah. Well, he also, from my understanding, has an ex-wife, right? Yeah, yeah, he can come anytime, pretty much. He wants to wait until the... I don't know when. Yeah, but the thing is, Kerry, he wants to wait, but, like, he had last weekend off. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, it's impractical being apart, but you need to have that effort. He's not, he's not having any effort in. Why do you have to wait Stop. around wasting Eric, your life Stop for someone that can't your... even come to see you? It Stop makes me angry. Pussy. No more giving him your cyber pussy. Cyber pussy is locked, activated, to be, to be comple- deactivated. To be completely serious also, I mean, realistically, even if you did have to have your daughter... He could, you know what he could do? He could come, he could stay in a hotel in Boston and he could take you out on a real date. And maybe you go back to the hotel after where you get a babysitter for the night. It doesn't have to be he stays with you the whole weekend. Men are completely capable of doing those things when they want to. I know, I used and to get this. I know. I'd do it. If yeah, I, and, I'd do it. Yeah, like, like I, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'd do it. All right, Steffi, come in next weekend. Dr. Carey. <laughs> Dr. Kerry, I'm so angry that I'm almost on the verge of like flying to you myself and taking you out and becoming your boyfriend and like living with you forever. Just just to fucking say, you know, just to point out what a what a horrible man Bloom is and show you how she, how you should be really treated. And for now, do not give him your fucking cyber pussy, man. Like like hide that cyber pussy, lock it up, put it in a chastity belt, hide it away. Say like you either are with me for real or not at all. But none of this fucking weird, like, you know, sending sending videos of masturbating and stuff. None of that anymore, Carrie. I don't do that. That's a good idea, though. <laughs> well, too bad. It doesn't matter if it's a good idea. You're done doing it. Okay. No I have more. a virtual chastity belt on, activated. Carrie, please no change more. the first topic to that. I miss All right. That. I, I will. I'll it. change. I, I just Actually, wanted to find something cool. Dr. Carrie, can I give you some? This is, like, really, this advice is really really quite this would be quite toxic to do however if you wanted to do it let me give you some advice here um there's a a bluetooth vibrator it's called the lush to um lovens i think is the brand and basically you can use it so you could be anywhere in the world and it would work you just have to be friends with the person on this app um however there's a thing on it where your whoever's controlling it or whoever's friends with you, whatever, they can see when you are active on the app. So my suggestion would be to um, 
get that, give him the information for it. Um, so he would technically be able to control it, but you need to accept the session. So it's not like you could just do it whenever. You'd have to be in a session for it to work. Um, but to make him really mad and upset is then you would, you could find somebody else to have an account. I would happily just, I'll, I'll link you my account, whatever, so that it'll show um, that you're active on it. But he would know that you're not active on it with him. And he would probably be thinking, who the fuck is she active with? Or you could even make another account yourself and then just have it on a different phone or something like that. Um, but yeah, I I'm think mind really blown. Good this idea. Crazy. What? So you're going to use this sex toy as a way to sort of like manipulate him. Yeah, you make him jealous. You make him feel a little insecure. Who's the person on the other end of the sex toy? If it's not me, honestly, yes. I would just kill him. I think you should kill him. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. It's either murder or the sex toy thing. I'm like torn. But you should think... kill him Jeffrey Dahmer style. I can't decide whether I want to chop his head off and put it in my refrigerator or just let him think I'm using a vibrator with somebody else. But I'll really have to sleep on this one. Oh, man. I think Bruce it's a quiet. Okay. I sense he doesn't approve. Bruce, I just like... don't want you guys to think I'm, I'm uh, pathetic because I'm not. I just feel like, I don't know, I let him get away with a lot more than a lot of other people. No, Carrie, no one thinks you're pathetic. Yeah, no, we don't think you're pathetic. I generally think any woman that dates a man is, I think there's something pathetic about it, just in, inherently pathetic about it, but there's nothing to be done about that. I mean, we're all kind of in that situation. Mm. But yeah. Ooh, that's deep, Addie. It's okay. a little bit, it is kind of, sorry, Bruce, go ahead. In an ideal world, how many times a week would you be fucked? Um. Probably twice. Probably twice. Depending, I mean, it does get busy over here, but that might be a lot like later. But for now, that would be great. No, but ideally, it doesn't like other circumstances with withstanding. Yeah. Let's say you were able to have yeah. unlimited sex. And if I no, like the person, because like I had a boyfriend like before, right before Bloom, and like, yeah, you know, you I could have had it whenever I wanted it, but I didn't really. Oh my God, I hope he's not yeah, listening. But anyway. Him. You, you like him, the there's nothing pre preventing you from having sex. Like, children aren't an issue, whatever. You can have as unlimited sex. How much sex would you be having? Probably only twice a week because I'm so busy right now. Like, I feel like that's mm -hmm. not... Yeah, but you're not busy in this situation. You, you are putting yourself in your current level of stress and busyness. I'm talking okay. about... Um, Manifestation, Carrie, please. Six times a week. Is that better? <laughs> Yeah. Now you're yeah. just saying this. I think six is more. No, I really could have sex every day if it was a person that I liked it a lot and I wasn't so stressed out. Yeah. So did you just say six is too much? No, I'm saying it's she's she sounds like she's stretching it just to make us feel good. Yeah. Uh, three to six uh, a range. Three is a lot. Okay. Um three is a lot, isn't it? Yeah. When I hear you guys talk about these numbers, it makes me want to kill myself. How many? I, mean, I used to be a hoe. In fucking so, put it in my mouth and know, blow my mad. brains out when I hear the numbers that you guys are throwing out. Dr. It Dr. makes Curry. me sick. Dr. Kerry, how many times did you have sex in the last two months? Oh, fuck. When's August? No, uh, Coach, you, you really have to qualify that, like, forcibly or consensually. Look, there's, there's been, like, one entrance into the vagina in two months or something like that. 
Well, yeah, I haven't had sex with him since August. Oh my God, I'm being so honest. Where's my DJ account? Um, August, I don't know, eighth, seventh or eighth. So, right. and, and so then that like, we had a few, we what, had like, like another, four times or something. Another like two two months or something. Well, something well, well Coach, I actually think this raises a very relevant medical question, which is: Is it possible, functionally speaking, for a woman to rape a man? It, not not in any sort of like. Uh, sodomy type of sense but rather in terms of like a drug that incapacitates him but still allows him to have an erection i think we're in a different conversation now um Irma is really i'm murdering him about not rape, it him. seems <laughs> look the point no we're, we're talking about female on male rape which is based shut up comment the the point overall dr carry is that your your pussy isn't being provided for properly like my I, my only um thing I would say here is like it's a bit odd that you committed so early when you're being uh fucked once every three months. Yeah, I mean, well, we've been I've known him since like January to be honest, but um yeah, I guess we didn't really start talking until May, and I didn't see him until August, so. Yeah, I mean, he we he was moving. He just moved. You know, he just just got divorced. So I was just giving him some time, and like, not everything is together in my life exactly. So I was like, okay, like I'm okay with waiting a little bit. So it's not, but yeah, like I'm. I feel like, I feel like you know, just like what you said the other day. Like these are the things I need. These are the things that I need to make this relationship successful. Is all I need to say. You know, I need these. I need this. This and this. And then, yeah, right? Yeah, like self-respect kind of thing. Because there are like, there are so many men in your local area who would love to be with you and who would make love to you many times a week and take you out like many times a week and stuff. And you don't want to enter a situation where it's becoming more and more stressful and you're like, when am I going to see him? And like, Jesus, do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, that's why I went to see him. That's why I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to play this game. Like, either we're going to, like, see each other or not. Like, it's not going to be this, like, freaking phone thing. I don't have time for that. So I want, I kind of wanted to get out because I had just broken up with my boyfriend. So I'm like, oh, I'll go there. Like, because I, plus, I didn't want my neighbors to be all in my business and everything. Mm. Um. So, yeah. And then I would, I should have said, like, let our, not are we going to see each other again, but we were. So should then okay when like we just need to always have like a set date if we're gonna so at yeah. least I know, you know. Yeah. I think it was down to him though because like it is yeah. But for me, I would not demand or ask for commitment of a girl unless I was going to see her like I don't know like at least once a week or something. It just feels unreasonable otherwise. It just feels like it's kind of like you're you're trying to get commitment out of jealousy, um, but not because you actually intend to see her frequently. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like you're kind of guarding the girl to stop her seeing anyone else, but at the same time you're not seeing her enough to justify being with her really. You see what I mean? It's like that that's what I would think about it. It yeah. would be very different if it was just like some like if I was in a if I was just like dating a person, then I could see them whenever and it was up to both of us to see, you know, there's no like expectation. But if you are to say to someone like you're in a committed relationship and it's just you know, you're exclusively seeing that person. It sets a level of, of expectations where you should see them much more, I think. Like it's, otherwise it's just unreasonable. Um, and it's like purely down to, or at least largely down to 
the, the kind of jealousy aspect of stopping them seeing anyone else or dating anyone else or going on dates with other men um, rather than like delivering on your integrity of saying like, you know, if I'm in a relationship with someone, I'm going to see them much more and I'm going to make them feel loved and, and like my girlfriend. Yeah, I think that you need to, especially with long distance relationships, set certain boundaries of, okay, you know, we both have busy schedules, that's fine. But yeah, how many times per month are we going to see each other? What's realistic if like one of us is in a situation where we really need the other person, we really need to see them? You know, what are we going to do in that situation? Is it plausible for, you know, one of us to fly out and see the other person? You know, X, Y, Z, what are we going to do on you know, events where we want the other person there or just stuff like that. I mean, in the same way that in a long distance relationship, you talk about how frequently you need to speak to each other or like what your expectations are. With, I mean, in any relationship, to be honest, where two people are busy. And I think that that's one of those things that needs to be established. And for it to be like August to no, the August to the end of November to not see each other, that's way too long. You live in Chicago and Boston. It's not like, you know, you live in Boston and Hawaii or something like that. Those are cities that are too, like very close together. I think that, I don't know. I just think that I, he seems like he's in a place where if he could be dating other people, it doesn't seem like he would be, but you seem like you would be dating other people. And so I think that goes to what coach is saying is like, maybe he just is, you know, wants to be in a committed relationship because he doesn't want you seeing other people. Let, let me say this, Terry, like if, if you weren't in a committed relationship with Bloom and a handsome, like um, middle-aged silver fox, Sefi type guy approached you on the street and he was very charming and he said, you know, I've got um, tickets to this thing. Would you like to come and, and you know, spend the evening together getting to know me and, and just have a good time? Would you say yes? I think you probably would because I don't know, it's like, I don't know. I, I think you are more open than than he is. I think he he gives me the vibe that he's at a place in his life where he just wants stability. He doesn't really want a whole lot of change, uh, and I just don't think he's going to be willing to change too much about his life to accommodate whatever because he's already been through plenty of that already. So he's just trying to like find us like a stabilization sort of. And I think the long distance thing is just difficult in that situation. Like, and even if this was like right next door, I think it would be kind of, it's still kind of like messes with his stability vibe, I think, which I think he wants more than actual doing anything for anybody else. And I think that long distance is something also where sometimes two people that are sort of more avoidant will sometimes find long distance to be like, oh, that's actually an ideal situation because I actually don't have to see them so much and it doesn't feel as um, like readily available as you know a non-long-distance relationship, which is okay to some degree, but it's also you kind of have to think about, am I getting into a long-distance relationship because it keeps me in this way of thinking and it doesn't really do anything to have me confront some of my attachment issues? Or am I getting into a long distance, rela long distance relationship because I actually truly really like this person and, you know, I want to be with them despite the distance? I think mm -hmm. those are things to consider because I, as somebody that am avoidant, have definitely found myself in situations where I'm not seeing a person that frequently, it, frequently because it's um, long distance or something like that. And I think that it's fine. 
But in reality, I'm only doing it because I want to stay stuck in that way of thinking or something like that. So maybe that could be... For me, I mean, for me about the the long distance is that right now it works because he just got divorced. It's still in 2022, which is very, very close to like, you know what I mean? That's, that's very close to having like a a girlfriend right away. It's like very fast. The thing is, Um, if you're seeing someone, you're seeing someone regardless. So either you're ready to date or you're not, like long distance doesn't make that any less, in my opinion. No. But it, so it helps because we don't want we're not like introducing our kids and all that kind of stuff yet and like talking about all that stuff so um like i have made the mistake well not necessarily the mistake i guess of her meeting people because i have her so much um we just kind of want that too so that does i know that i'm you i sound like i'm making excuses but the long distance thing for like the first year or whatever makes sense because none of we're older too we're not going to uproot our life well i'm not really necessarily right now because like this is where my network is even though i'd probably be able to find something anywhere but yeah i don't know but like but like there's two things you're saying here right it's like number one you don't have to be in a long distance thing there are there are men all around you who would love and and have give you a good time and stuff that's one thing the second thing is like if 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 as a guy you're going to ask for commitment for a girl um uh, especially long distance or whatever, it's it's like it's your integrity to see her a lot. Like you don't demand exclusivity without um, pulling through and seeing her frequently. Like like that's the unreasonable aspect. Because if you don't do that, then you're kind of guarding her out of jealousy um, without the integrity to see her frequently. You see what I mean? It's it's a bit different. Um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, we're just yeah. He's got to make. He's got to either book a flight or like. Oh, sorry. I think I muted. <laughs> Did you fucking mute me? <laughs> no, I, I, I like fell. I like rolled in my bed. And I fell on it. Oh, he's like, I'm so sick of hearing all these excuses. <laughs> um, no, but if he doesn't book a flight, then like that's it, right? Like, I mean, it's well, his so turn to go and come next. No, but I think, no, he, I think but, he knows. Yeah, but that's the thing, Carrie. Like Thanksgiving is not good enough. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe it is for you. I think I really think that you should tell him he needs to come sooner. Sometimes you need to tell men that they need to do stuff or that's it. Mm-hmm. Because do you really think that you only deserve to see him pro- pro- potentially twice in one year? Yeah, Addy, I would even say the opposite as well. Sometimes you, sh- you should tell them absolutely nothing and see what they do. Well, like he, like this, this idea of, uh, but like this idea of like, obligation like we have to see each other every uh two months or whatever that's kind of ugly right like it would be much better if bloom just fucking booked it spontaneously and and they didn't have to have the conversation yeah like, but that that's would... not the case but that's not what's happening time. here though but that's what i'm saying like and so you, i'm saying you, you don't just joke. end a relationship i'm saying maybe tell him here's what i need and what i need is for you to come here by x date and yeah. if you don't then that's it i mean he's not doing it so I don't think there's any issue with telling men when you need something. I don't think you tell them twice, though. Yeah, I think it's like a last ditch thing, though. Like, ideally, if a guy makes you his girlfriend, he'll fucking set plans, like, like spontaneously. Well, yeah, of course, but <laughs> that's like, like not if, what's if happening. You, if you're kind of twisting his arm, like, when are we going to see each other? It's like, hmm, should you really be committed it's super to this weird. Should you be committed to Yeah, I definitely don't feel comfortable being like that. I'd be like, I'm coming over this weekend. And she's like, no, I'm busy. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm coming anyway. 
Like that's how you. That's him. how. That would be more normal to me. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want any level of force or anything. Like, like at least in my relationship stuff, I'm not gonna make a go on my girlfriend unless like I want to see her frequently and spontaneously. Like it has to come naturally. And if there's yeah, like any kind of this isn't your relationship. This is hers, and that's not what's happening here. So that's the difference. I'm giving her advice that's specific to her relationship because he's I'm, not I'm doing saying, those things. I'm saying what would make me commit. Like, like, well, he's like, already committed to her <laughs> and he's not being a good enough boyfriend. The issue isn't commitment. What I'm saying I'm is if, my, um, if he's not spontaneously, then it's like the, a lot of it's like the jealousy and, and not wanting her to see anyone else. I feel like what you're talking about is should... like stuff from the start of a relationship, like figuring out if you actually want to be together and what it should be like. You know, I agree, it should be spontaneous, it should flow naturally. The fact is, though, they're both adults with children. They've agreed that they're in a relationship. And if you're not fulfilling those those things, if you don't have that spontaneity, when do you cut it off? How many delays and delays till Thanksgivings and slow meetings does it take before you realize that someone's wasting your time? Because Carrie... Oops, I rolled on my phone again. Yeah, whatever. Um, Katie, do you want to speak? Katie's at a pool party. I hear what you're saying, Ava, um, Zara, whatever, whatever your name is. <laughs> there, were, there, were, um, there were just so many Mexican gardeners, Dr. Curry. Like, like <laughs> you could have any Mexican gardener come to your house like twice a day, like really active, you know, the kind of guy who's out there like shrubbing the, the bushes and stuff. Like he could come over and give you an amazing time like twice a day, every day for the next two months. Yeah, we don't have much greenery in the north end, but um, <laughs> we don't have any. This, this, well, maybe Carrie, if it was Carrie, a rooftop deck, but this is not a gardening problem. <laughs> I know. I'm okay, guys. Like, I'll be okay. I live it downtown. I live in the city. If I need something, I can get it. Um, but, but yeah, I agree with what Ava was saying. Like, how, like the whole wasting of your time thing, you know. But we'll see. We'll see in the next couple weeks what happens because I'm, you know interviewing and doing a bunch of that kind of stuff so we'll see we'll see what he does dr hey, carrie my favorite advice that i ever got and i think it rings true is people that are worth your time make the time and it doesn't matter what shit's going on in their life if they want to see you then they'll make it happen so yeah a, a, a real man can always do what he wants to do and that means seeing a woman and uh a man who's not that kind of committed or interested will always find excuses to wait i really do though i do think it's okay to tell a guy one time and only uh, one time what let me finish stop interrupting me it's actually pissing me off tonight like stop it's okay to tell a man one time what you want but it's not okay to say it twice because sometimes i genuinely think maybe coach is different all men are different so some of them might know better than others, whatever, whatever you want to say, that's fine. But sometimes men need things really articulated very clearly to them. So if you say, listen, Thanksgiving is not good enough for me. I need to see you sooner than that. That's all you need to say. Once it's out there, that's fine. Let him take the wheel from there. But sometimes men do need to hear that because he might be thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm going to see her at Thanksgiving and that's fine. Um, 
you know, I don't think you should say it twice, but I do think that it's totally fine to articulate it and communicate because relationships are based on communication. You shouldn't just be assuming everybody knows what you want. That's a recipe for resentment and, you know, for a relationship not to work in the long run. So I don't know. That's just my opinion as somebody that has been in quite a few long distance relationships. Yeah, no. And I hear you. And I honestly, and we can move on from this. I'm not, I haven't been like begging him. I was pissed last weekend because he was acting so ridiculous. So ridiculous. But yeah, so you guys, Carrie wants to move on. This is boring. Okay. (laughs) What are you guys doing? Hey, Katie, your your uh, your house, whatever, in, in uh, Florida is fine. Yeah, it's still standing. I think I'm about to find out, I guess. But yeah, it's fine. No damage or anything. It, it hit like the Gulf Coast um, worse. And I'm on the Atlantic coast. So it's fine. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Did you get any flooding, Katie? Sorry, what was that? Was there any flooding near you or not really? Um, a little bit. Yeah, definitely some and like some damage like to like trees and like some power lines and stuff, but nothing too crazy. I think. I don't know. I'm about to go see. Good luck with that. Aren't you on a, a layover or whatever in between flights or are you there? No, I wish. I don't even go to the airport for another like hour. So I'm just at the mall right now. Yeah, so I have one flight to Atlanta, and then I have to stay in that airport for a little bit, and then I have another one to Florida after that. How long does that actually take? Because I don't really understand how long it takes to fly across America. Um, I think the first flight, so Vegas to Atlanta is like five hours maybe, and then just one hour to Florida. So long. I've never even been on a flight that's five hours before in my life. The longest flight I think I've ever been on is like two and a half hours. Yeah, 14-hour flights are impressive. I was actually thinking about this winter and what I want to do. And I was thinking, I really don't want to be in England for winter. Um, At least not like the early months of the year. Like it's too cold and depressing. So I'm thinking about like, going somewhere warm in the southern hemisphere like mexico or australia i don't know why like what for i don't know what do you guys think i should do it's got to be some of it zara i think you need to go to florida and you can visit me although sometimes in december it's like not super nice but it should be I don't know. I could be one of those like storm chasers. I could like take pictures of tornadoes and like be the first person to come out of a tornado alive. I don't know if someone else has done that, but I think I could do it. Actually, you'd probably have fun in Florida. Like head down to Miami and all that. It's pretty cool. I don't know. The only thing I really see about America, apart from what you guys say, is like um like videos of like homeless guys like like with their penises out like screaming and shouting and stuff and it seems really dangerous <laughs> um because that's not really a thing where i live um yeah um, america <laughs> most of america is not actually like that that's just it's in not, cities not. mostly even in certain cities <laughs> yeah, in new york it certainly is but that's well yeah doing. that's true that's sad these days boston and stuff like that well, San Francisco and New York have always had a ton of homeless people. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of cities are not like that. 
when you go to San Francisco now, you just basically like leave your doors unlocked and um, you leave some money like in the front seat. That way, if someone like wants to steal it, they'll just open your door and take some money. Otherwise, you're like they're going to bust into your glass and like wreck your car and shit like that, which is just a pain in the ass. So it's kind of funny. You have to leave a tip uh, in the front seat to make sure that like no one wrecks your car. It's kind of strange. Sissy, have you really done that before? Because I actually did. Yeah, that's that's what you do in San Francisco. You don't want to leave money in the car, like right on the. Yes. So, like, you give them gas money to steal your fucking car because it's such a piece of shit. No, they won't steal your car. They'll just they'll just bust into it and like to steal shit, and then now you have to like fix your window and everything. Right. So, but if you put the money there, they won't. Slash Look, your I, I put the money there so they would take my car and have gas money. That's why oh. I did. No, no, that's not what. I, that's not why I did it. <laughs> but uh, no, but usually if I go to California, um, I'll just get a rental car or something. Because who the hell wants to deal with that? Like you don't want you don't want to like have to deal with car problems. Doctor Carey, I got a question. Yes. What the fuck is that? PFP. <laughs> Who is this? This is Mr. Kitty. Oh, you don't like it? No, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm trying to figure it out. I might like it later if you explain <laughs> it. I don't I didn't really like it wasn't like this art that I like, you know, thought about very much, but um what's why don't what, what do you think about it? Like what's your initial reaction? I'm, think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that is a woman who I might like to get to know intellectually, but I'm not sure. She's kind of scary. She yeah. kind of intimidates me. And then, but I might still like to get to know her because she could like explain some shit to me. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I look scary. Well, the one I'm looking at, I've zoomed in on it, and then it was like you, who I know of in real life from like three days and two days and one day ago. But like, I don't really know. I'm like, and I know you have a boyfriend, and I don't remember his name. It starts with a B. But I'm not trying to like move in on you, but. Like, you know, I'm just like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? It's like a woman coming out of the ocean to eat (laughs) people, in my opinion. (laughs) Okay. All right. I just like to associate, as you said, all of that. I didn't, I just tuned back in. Um, Can you repeat that? (laughs) I said it was like a woman coming out out of the ocean to it eat everybody sorry I took another drink anyway let me clear my throat a woman coming out of the ocean to eat all the people and then she moved back in but she had a boyfriend but her soul could be beautiful I don't know none of this makes any sense to me and it's really (laughs) sleepy and peaceful Um, my soul is beautiful either way boyfriend or not I've ordered another bottle of champagne, so I'll be drinking that again tonight. Another dog? Eddie, Eddie, you don't even know you're like my favorite person. 
Thank you. You are like the most quintessential dominatrix of the whole room. Oh, that's the worst Wasn't thing I've hitting on me. The worst thing I've ever been called in my life. It's like Doctor. Um, wait, wait, King. Um, Wasabi. King Wasabi. Okay, I'm done. Okay, thanks for attention seeking. <laughs> you don't care. Shut up. Um, I do care. I do care, Katie. I do care, Katie. I do care, Eddie. I care about everybody. Sort of. But not really. Don't really care. She's just a girl who thinks that I am the one. But the kid is not my son. (laughs) You know what's funny? It's like someone described this as the lunk room back when they had money. And now they're just trying to cope with the fact that they don't have any more money. Oh, we made why wow, we made money this month. I'm not disagreeing. I'm all about lunk. You know, when it's back at like fifteen zero 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 point one five, and then goes up to zero 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 point three. Make some money, motherfucker. Make some money, motherfucker, motherfucker. Are you from Massachusetts, Mr. Kitty? Hell no. I'm from fucking Arkansas. Arkansas, the southern people who have no sense, that's where I'm from. Oh, you just, you didn't pronounce your R's just a minute ago, so I was confused. It's okay, motherfucker. You don't have to apologize. I won't apologize. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> This is a magical mm. evening. It really is. Um, where were we? Um, so, magical sandcastle that we all live in. Yes, yes, we got sidetracked from the sandcastle. I was thinking mm. about that. I, I, I God have... damn, do y'all really talk about that shit all the time about the magical oh, place? Jesus Christ! Shut up! Shut up! Mr. Kitty, go go join a fucking Web3 space where they talk about crypto and shit, man. This is Sandcastle space. If you don't like it, fuck off. Is this not? I thought I was in Web3. Yeah, no one likes you. You're not in Web3. I'm sorry. He's gone. I had to to get him out. Okay, so in the sandcastle, you know how when you dig um, at the beach and sometimes you start, you go dig deeper and deeper and you reach water, right? Because like the ocean water is sort of under the beach, sort of. Um, so I'm going to have this like tunnel under the sandcastle where I have my little beach swimming pool uh, at the bottom there. And uh, I'm going to be hanging out in that little space, little ca- the castle swimming pool. I think Mel's gone, but I think she said she was the. I don't even know if I should be calling her Mel or Melanie. I'm not sure what she prefers. She can let us know next time. Um, anyway, what I was saying is that um, yeah, she she liked the second floor with the beach view. I have the pool view, um, 
So who's next? There's Mel. Melanie. <laughs> I got to put my daughter to bed. I'll be back in a little bit. Bye. Hey, Melanie. What, is it Mel or Melanie for you, usually? Uh, you can call me Mel. I'm just, I'll be in and out just because uh, I'm working all night. No, it's cool. I just wasn't sure. Like, I don't know why. I started calling you Mel, and I wasn't sure if that was inappropriate. I missed the stuff with Dr. Carey. Did she get rid of um, the guy? Oh, you missed that. Um, I think it's uh, unresolved. Uh, I think the basic advice is mm, if he uh, cared about you, he'd come over more often. It's not that far from Chicago to Boston. That was the uh, like the summary of it, I believe. And I think everyone told her not to be a pushover or something like that. Is that right, everybody? I think. Maybe. I was hoping Coach would eventually, like, head over there for the weekend. You really want a good story. I want um, a good story. Oh, damn it. I missed that. What did, what did you guys say? Mel, Mel, Mel wants you to go and fuck Carrie. This is what she's trying to basically say. No, I didn't say that. I said, I said, I want to um, make Doctor Carey feel. I want to like, I want to give her the the boyfriend experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to to take her out to a music show. I want to take her to a museum. I want to take her on a hang glider ride. I want to say, like, this is what Bloom should be doing, and then I can fly home. Like, no, no holding hands, no kissing, no anything like that. Just like the boyfriend experience in a platonic way, and then I'll fly back to the UK. And then, like, she'll have that memory of, like, oh, hang on, this is how being in a relationship can be. Um, I should expect more. So set really, really high expectations so that uh, she can reject everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think she certainly deserves more than now. But, yeah, whatever. Has that, has her guy been on this Twitter space before? I haven't. Yeah, yeah, we speak the same way when he's in here, too. It's quite funny. I tell him, to, I, I like, when he comes in here, his name is Bloomer. I'm like, why aren't you fucking Dr. Kerry? And he's forced to explain himself to the whole group. And then he gets a bit awkward. And sometimes I ask, like, how big is your penis and all this other stuff? And he's like, hmm. He, like, starts talking about it. And then I'm like, which way does your penis curve? And he gets really kind of flustered. And then he's like, tries to change the topic. He's like, what should we talk about in Web3 today? Um, so, yeah, like, we've had this thing many times. It's not okay, like we're okay, talking about... Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shut up and just say what you want to say. You're being annoying as oh, fuck. Oh, you see, you see what happens? You see what happens when you fucking put a title that says, do men deserve fucking rights, Sefi? Shut you up. You see this shit, Sefi? Aston, um, like, it's every time it's like you're on drugs or something, like, like less methamphetamines, whatever these go fast drugs that we're using in the evenings, it's not right, good. I apologize. Yeah, no, yeah it's like this it's, is—it's just extra testosterone, right? This is yeah. like the nor- this is like the time to kind of like you know vibe out. It's yeah. like evening. Yeah, drink, yeah, you know? yeah. No, I, f- I feel you, Sefi. Right? Yeah. No. Men act I, like I, retards, I, and then they love to be like, "It's just the extra testosterone." When you call them out, like, "Shut up, <laughs> moron." Uh, okay. I, I see what's going on here. Hey, you, you should you should do some OnlyFans, right? That's the only fucking stream of income you'll ever get. Aston, stop nah, sticking nah. stuff hey, up hey, your hey, butt hey, hey, and hey, coming to the ED. Stop coming to the ED with stuff up your butt. Stop it. Hey, no, no, come at me. Let's fucking do this. Aston, 
Does you anyone probably sit in your mother's basement? I can almost guarantee that I probably make more money than you. But whatever. Maybe I'll look into OnlyFans if I want for some reason a supplemental income. Does anyone know this guy? Like, like where did he come from? Which hole did he crawl out of? Like, no, but it... every time he walks in here, he's like, you should do OnlyFans. You should do OnlyFans. Broke bitch, you should do OnlyFans. Like, as if I'm not living in New York, paying my own rent, living downtown. Please. I think I'm doing completely fine. Idiot. Can, any, can, can, everyone, can anyone raise their hands if they like Aston? One, two. Two out of 30. Much love. Much love to the real ones down there. Hey, lo love you all, man. The two. Hey. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. That was very of me though, because like obviously half of the people here are asleep and half of them don't even know how to do the hand thing. So like I, I tried to contrive a situation where he felt disliked. It's funny when guys will be like coming in and saying stuff like that. Like you yeah, just start an OnlyFans, stupid OnlyFans, bitch, start an OnlyFans. And then you know that those are the absolute first people that would subscribe and pay boatloads of money for you know the private content or whatever which i just think is absolutely hilarious because they're sitting there jerking off in their mom's basement probably without the only fans probably just to my profile picture which is pretty disgusting and i think that you should just i don't know go like date somebody um what kind of content should i produce for it would it be like would it be like um showing skin or like would i do some like calculations on a whiteboard or some shit like what would i do on my only fans maybe maybe you take videos of you sticking your hands into lungs um i have an only fans oh i don't have an only fans but i think people would pay to see me like put like a ballpoint pen in someone's neck or something um i would subscribe to i would subscribe to that only fans if you were tricking people with a ballpoint pen i would pay all the money in the world to see it All right, I have, seem to have the recipe for my OnlyFans. I'll open one up. Um, Hold on, I'm wait. posting something. Is there funny. like a website for this shit or something? Yeah, it's called OnlyFans. What do you mean? Oh, it's that's the actual site. Yeah, I need to go oh, check. That's so I'm innocent. Retarded. I'm retarded. All right, I'm gonna go check it. Hold up. Um, this is what this tweet I just pinned at the top is what somebody said to me about OnlyFans once. Um, actually, I think you all can glean who said it, but. This was a long time ago. I thought it was funny, though. I don't know why the tweet has a warning on it, but. Mm, the fact that he said that makes me think that he's not really right wing because it's a pretty weird sort of male feminist thing to say. I think I hate him now, I do. <laughs> Wait, you think it's male feminist to say, oh, oh, like we should start. Well, he was joking. Yeah, yeah. OK, you're right. You're right. Just, just speaking his truth. Um, yeah, no, he he doesn't he he doesn't he um, yeah I think Aston's he thinks just, like, he thinks my, like, yeah sorry that was he's definitely Aston's just a moron um, yeah Aston and also that other guy um they just like they they got they climbed inside my brain inside my skull and they just punched around yeah and now I'm sleepy again but it's so early it's only three. Aston yeah. reminds me of he has a similar vibe to that unicorn syndicate guy that comes in. Bilingual. 
bilingual, yes. Just like the worst, the most atrocious vibes. When they come in, I'm kind of just like yeah. the hairs on my arm and the back of my neck start standing up straight. Yeah, it's the, the creep radar. I think every girl has it inbuilt, except like the most retard girls. Um, but I think like when I when I heard Aston start speaking, I had this like series of visual images of him sending dick pics to girls. Um, and like as soon as he gets a number, he sends a dick pic. He has that kind of weird like short term kind of, um, I don't know. You know, when a guy like he starts speaking and the first thing out of his mouth clearly has no possible continuation, like no possibility to deepen a conversation or to go further or to get to know each other or anything like that. It's like he's given up completely on the possibility of getting to know someone or making friends or having a relationship or something like that. So he sends the dick pic or he says some kind of uh, like stupid thing in this conversation. Um, it's because he's totally given up on getting anything more. It's like he's, he's so resigned to his reality of being a loser that he acts like this. He tries to get these short-term little pleasures um, that are just like kind of depraved and disgusting, like forcing a girl to see his penis or forcing a girl to deal with his nonsense in his chat. Speaking of losers, um, so I checked this OnlyFans thing. Um, you realize that like people get like paid for what the fuck we're doing here, which is just fucking talking nonsense on the internet. There's like people with little radio shows and everything. I don't know if they're making a lot of money though. Most of the girls that do OnlyFans are posting naked pictures and like posting porn. Oh, those are the only people that make any real money. I think that's the predominant creator. Um, like you're saying that my yoga channel would, my yoga channel wouldn't make very much. I mean, maybe you'd have sort of like niche groups that would be into it, but I think it's mostly the naked women with a lot of plastic surgery that are making, making the money here. Yeah. Just weird how pervasive this whole OnlyFans thing is in like UK culture, like even just the idea of it. Like it's everywhere. People literally and it's also just a massive like, you know, no one makes it like most people are making less than like, I don't know, the price of a sandwich a month or whatever. Once those pictures are out there, it doesn't matter if one person or a hundred people have got them because they're out there. Mm. Um and they're very easy to spread. And it's just like it makes me feel so sick and so sad. So everything is so devalued and commodified. Nothing is sacred. You know, it's not just naked pictures. It's everything. Surrogacy, abortions, whatever. You can't just appreciate people for who they are. You can't let them have anything. Everything has a price on it. And it's just going to keep going more and more like that. And no one is autistic enough to stop it. Thank you for sharing your truth. Ava, that's very nice to hear. Have you? Do you? Sorry. Do you, I, how dare you interrupt me? That's very rude. Do you um, subscribe to any OnlyFans, Ava? Yeah, I subscribe to Big Stinky Feet OnlyFans. I subscribe to Old Teachers. I subscribe to Roller Skating, like Dwarf OnlyFans. Like, just I try and cover a lot of bases at once. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm a subscriber to that one too, the Roller Skating Dwarves. It's just kind of funny, to be honest. Like, it's really silly. And I like it when they fall and they're covered in blood. I mean, Has anyone really seen um, that girl? I saw her on, I saw one of her videos get posted on my timeline the other day. But I think I've seen her on TikTok. And it's this girl and she's 
um, a little person or a midget or whatever. Katie. No, I'm, this is, this girl's an actual one. And she is, uh, she is pretty. Like she's, (laughs) she, she's actually very, she looks pretty and she's dating this guy. And he's like some huge, super tall guy. And it's, I just sit there and I look at it and I'm like, this has to be some really strange fetish on his part. Maybe on hers as well, because he's huge. This man's enormous. I think he might be black. I'm not sure if I'm remembering correctly, but it's like, I just saw one. Well, I saw one that she was like, I don't know, two foot five or whatever. And she, she was like dancing and she was like, when your boyfriend's six, eight, and he was white, but he walks up behind and it was like, um, oh, what, why? Yeah, I think it's the oh, one that they Katie. did a little, uh, it's like, I can't remember what the song is, but you like walk forward and then you walk back. Was that the one? Yes. Yep. That yeah. Was that's the, the girl I saw. It's this some is the funniest shit, Katie. Katie, listen, so, you know, you're the only person I follow on TikTok, right? Because I just opened (laughs) the thing, like, I just opened the thing up, right? Uh So the algorithm is literally showing me, like, anything you watch. (laughs) I saw the the midget chick with the super tall white dude thing. You're welcome. That's That's so weird. So if you save it and then... Uh, send it so somebody can so we can put it in here so I, or send Listen, it in the chat i want everybody to see it it's the weirdest mm-hmm. fucking thing i don't even know like oh i can share it i guess huh I'm just not download sure. the video just say, say no Sefi, you also mm-hmm. didn't realize this the other day i yeah i'm just gonna tell you now okay. i don't think you'll ever probably make your tiktok anything to do with your real life when okay. you share a video through like a link or something people can see your account on it that shared it so okay. i would recommend next time if you want to share videos just just so that you don't accidentally dox yourself somehow i would just download the video to your phone and then send it that way because it won't show the yeah but i saw your username is just like username with a bunch of like numbers or something but just in case you ever did i don't know Mm. okay here's a question for you guys like regarding the the big guy midget girl thing do you think if a guy dates a girl under about five foot three, that in truth he is a pedophile and he's he really wants to be with a child. Depends on the vibe, um, really. Not always, but all pedophiles yeah, would not always. But I think that a pedophile probably wouldn't date somebody over that height. But it's not like they're. Yeah, you know. I think the, the midget thing is definitely suspicious, though. Yeah, like, that's weird. Dating a fucking like two foot, two foot girl, that's that's like kind of absurd. It's like you're Peter mode. Isn't it funny that both me and Addy are taller than Sefi? Yeah, really, I Addy, how tall are you? I didn't know you were tall. I'm five foot nine, about. Wow. Wow, you and Zara are both taller than me. That's crazy. I thought you were like okay, five four. I'm my right? height as well. I'm five foot nine as well. And Wait, first... do it again. How tall are you, Kate and Katie? I'm five eight. I'm three foot five. Katie's the midget that we're talking about with the tall white boyfriend. Yep. Oh, I couldn't find the video again. Yeah. And the crazy thing yeah, is, but... uh, going through TikTok to find that fucking video again is like going through the most retarded videos of all time. 
Like I I'll feel go like look for it. I feel like I can find it. TikTok, Jesus fucking Christ. Like what is all this shit on here? It's just so like I don't know. Is there some like Katie, is there some like list of I don't know, really I don't know, funny shit or something? Cause Yeah, I'll send you some. I don't know. I'll send I need some funny accounts. Yeah, I need something like uh if I'm gonna watch this thing ever, uh that the algorithm needs to be like I don't know, fixed because the shit that I'm getting is like. Okay, but that's no. your responsibility to fix it. I told you, you have to spend countless hours on there perfecting your algorithm. Oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna kill myself before I get to those few hours. But anyway, all right. Okay, but then once you start making videos and reach TikTok fame, won't it all be worth it? I, I think so. Oh, I, I can't wait. Oh. Oh my God! We want. Uh, if Kate actually can, I mean, if Katie convinces me to um, make TikTok videos, then I've gone full retard for sure. Sorry, you guys. I was getting kidnapped. Oh my God! Like Vegas wore my ass out. I need an energy reboot for like a week after I get home. This is too much. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uber. Um, oh, it's Padala. How how are you, Padala? Oh, just fine. Uh, are you um, like having breakfast now, or what? What is it? Is it? Aren't you in India? Yeah, I have only uh, only one goal uh, regarding um, uh, Luna C. Don't see. Wait, do you? Uh, I have a question for you, man. Like, do you do anything except dream about Luna C? Like all day and all night oh today is the do men deserve rights yeah yeah do you think men deserve rights sir okay now yeah well um, yes uh we'll, uh we'll do one thing and uh, uh my question i raised you after a few minutes uh, well we're not really we're not talking about uh like crypto stuff today because everyone's depressed about that right can you um can you tell me a bedtime story um padala can you tell uh ava a bedtime story please i mean my friends no offense padala she woke the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) no I'm sleepy. I'm displaying facts. I want my best. Vidala must know like an Indian bedtime story, like maybe a story of um, I don't know, like like maybe like a Ganesh, right? Vidala, you're gonna give us a a story of like maybe a princess or something, an Indian princess. He's very quiet now. Anyway, whatever. Um. Yeah, Kate, Australia. Um, do you have um a bedtime story for Ava? Mm, no, I can't think of one. <laughs> I'm shy. Someone else do it. I, I I I find this dichotomy interesting, Kate. You're you're both like um on fire, but you're also like shy. It's weird. I need to figure out how to like take the shyness out of you somehow. I'm not sure how. I feel like if I do it really late at night or if I was drunk or something, but like it's the middle of the day and I like, don't really drink. So, Okay, that's fair. I'm sure there are other ways. It is weird because like the sudden things I just like don't 
say, like, even if I think them, especially if it's like a story or something, like I could make one up, but I just don't. It's really strange. Does anyone else have that? I think Bruce suffers from this. Mm, I suffer from a lot of things. Definitely. He kind of does. Like he gives, he give like a little, like, he'll give a little like trailer for his actual story. He's thinking in his head, but he like won't say the whole thing. Like he holds back. I don't know. I think I go into pretty gritty details. I hold myself back, not for myself. Yeah, but it's always about some retarded, like, side note. I don't know. Did you, did you hear the the tent story and and the the amputee story? <laughs> it's it's pretty hard to get more graphic. But the tent story is real life, so it's different. Bruce, it's not made up. The amputee story was one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard, and I'd like to thank you for that experience. Thanks. Let's not I mention missed it. That. I've missed it. It's a shame. That was a one-time event. Um, and I'm sure you'll repeat it. You always repeat them eventually. And, I've always and, and Zara didn't record that one either. She didn't have the record button on. I had this thing when I was a kid. That I, I, you know when you, you tell a story to someone and then like somebody else asks to hear the same story? I always used to hate that. It's like I couldn't tell it twice. It's like it, it became dead. This is what I'm like, talking about. It's like it became dead. Like The fact of telling it twice made it really dead. And like... I felt like I was having to remember it or force myself to say it. It's really nice to tell a story when, when it comes spontaneously, like when people are sharing and, and it's fun. And it's like the, the amusement and the laughter of the, the story is what makes you tell it. But like, it's, it's so horrible. And you know, like when those, those kind of professional speakers repeat the same story again and again and again, like on different podcasts or whatever, that is my idea of a fucking nightmare. Like just, just to do things from, from memory and out of a script rather than like from your own joy. I think that's a horrible thing. But it's like, it's like when you're a kid and something good happens at school and then you go home and like tell your mom and then that's like, tell yeah. dad what happened. Oh, tell grandma what happened. It's just like, yeah, like, no, nah, like I'd rather, it's, it becomes like this weird, like humiliation ritual. Yeah. I hate that kind of thing. I also think it's weird. Like when people often say, oh, X person is a good speaker, but then you look at their lives and they're going from podcast to podcast to podcast to TED Talk to YouTube, whatever. And they're repeating the same fucking stories again and again and again and again. I don't know if you ever, uh, maybe the guys here have seen a guy like David Goggins. Do you know that guy? Like the, the kind of hardcore ex-Navy. Yeah, student. I've read his book. Oh, yeah. Ultra marathon runner. If you, he's, he's been, he's like on a podcast a fucking day. And he's been telling the same story for years and years and years. And it's like, hang on a minute. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're an inspiring guy, but like, what is your reality? It's He's inspiring because his IQ is like 89, but he just does whatever he wants anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know, like Bruce, you know who these are like, um, I've, I've been to some like, so sometimes like if you are with a company or something like that and they'll have some kind of um, like, uh retreat sort of thing or like a little i don't know what you call these things you know like yeah they'll have like a weekend event right and it's like a, some kind of team building bullshit yeah and they'll have like these inspirational speakers and they'll bring on like someone who's been like um for example like a navy seal or something like that and this person will like be kind of a dynamic speaker and they'll have some story and they've kind of contrived like this hour or two long, really like sort of yeah. inspirational talk. And then, you know, you've heard it at, you know, like you've heard this talk at some other confab. So then you, like that guy gives you a card 
And then you're like, oh, I want you to talk at my confab. And then you, they come to the next one and they become like this professional exactly. like, storyteller with the same, they tell the same, same story over and over again. Like, I remember those kinds of people. That's it's very funny. So fucking, like for me, that's such a boring thing. It's, and, and the person ends up becoming that, that like persona that reflects the story too, even if there's more to them. It's like they have to tell it again and again and again. All the questions they ever asked are about that story and that persona. And then they become this weird like caricature of themselves. Like um, David Goggins or someone now, he's like this, this caricature being. He's this, this kind of um, being that represents courage or, or like being a warrior or you know, managing to cross a certain river um, to, to inspire fatherless men or something like that. But it's like he's, he's somehow lost himself at the same time. He's, he's, he must have said the same stories thousands of times. It's it's like nuts, and every single interview is about these same things again and again and again. It's uh, it, I mean it's okay, and I respect it, and I think there's a use for it because I think these people do provide a role, and they do inspire a, a certain you know demographic of men who haven't discovered their inner courage or whatever. So it's like a certain it's a certain benevolent self sacrifice to become this kind of persona. It's almost like you're a bridge being. It's almost like men are standing at a river. And you're the guy in the boat who helps them across, who helps like inspire a new aspect of themselves. And then hopefully they can get off and carry on and be more courageous or whatever. But just the the personal idea of doing it is, is disgusting to me. I hate any kind of like repetition. It feels like a death. Like it's, I don't know. Toxic. I hate it. Coach, the, Coach, the thing I find funny too is I've read his book and his book is literally <laughs> all of his podcast like appearances just written on paper like there's not much of a difference except for like some early childhood stories and it's just oh yeah it's very boring and he just keeps repeating the same message over and over well like, it's probably fine if you hear the message once it's when you hear it when you see it over and over again yeah and you're like yeah. okay i've heard this thing yeah it's like just a, just when you zoom out over their reality and you realize it's you might hear it once and be inspired or something that's a cool guy but if you look at the person and what they're doing day to day to day, it's like the same, the same. It's like your what you're talking about, Sefi, the team building slash, you know, micro Tony Robbins um, inspirer characters. It's the same again and again and again. My ideal conversation is when nobody has a, has a clue what they're going to say next, when it's all a surprise. Or like when I start speaking and I'm like, I'm the audience to my own mouth. So I have no fucking idea what I'm going to say next or where the story is going to go or something like that. It's all just like a complete surprise. And then like, for me, the opposite is like a kind of a death, if you like. It's, it just becomes really boring. I think, I think Zara gets this. I mean, I have Ava, I mean, whoever. David Goggins. Oh, Zara, was trying to say something. No, I was just saying on David, on David Goggins, like all he does is walk around saying, fuck you. And like, do 50, mount, 50 million push-ups every day, motherfucker. You know, this kind of shit. That's, that's that's all he does, you know? And I don't know. Like, Actually, I know I got a girl shit that Sorry. in real life, she's one of these girls that wants to be a motivational speaker. She's sort of shaped her whole life around it. And she actually is now friends with David Goggins because of how much she is committed to this bit of being some TED Talk speaker. And she is one of the most grating women I've ever met in my life because it's just this sense of, insane stupid positivity and no real like there's nothing there it's just wanting to be the next like <laughs> ted talk person or something i don't know it's just it's so boring to me there really is like a, a real phenomenon called toxic positivity so 
you know, whatever. I also fucking hate people who come on these spaces and they act like these mini TEDx talk people. There's one reason I fucking hate this. Let me check. She's here. Um, no, she's not here. You know, this, 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 there's this person who comes in these spaces and her name is Fireburst. And she's like this old fucking hag. Um, I, I don't know what she is. She sounds like she's about 60 and she sounds like her lungs are covered in this fucking mucus. Like she's been smoking 40 a day for years and years and years. No surfactant left. But the, the issue with her is that she, she has memorized this, this enormous collection of nuggets that are like really boring, positive platitudes. And, and every fucking time she speaks, she's just like stringing these together. And her, her wish is like that they will twang in the minds of the audience, like in a profound way. And everyone will go, wow, like that's so in- impressive. And, and, you know, that, that, you know, that, that, that's so true fire burst. I'm, I tried inviting her today so you guys could witness her, but she is the most fucking disgusting person I've ever experienced on, on Twitter so far on these spaces. And I wish she was here so I could talk to her like this. But like, I'm going to carry on inviting her every day. And I want you guys to to pay attention and listen to her when she comes. She is the most disgusting fucking rehearsed human in the worst possible way. Like she she couldn't even get like the worst fucking small town TEDx talk. No way. So she's come to these Twitter spaces to try and do it instead. It's just, I don't know, it's awful, man. Like it's horrible. Everything about her entire being is disgusting. Wait, what's a TED talk and then what's a TEDx talk? I don't remember the difference. A TED talk is like a, a when you're... I know a TED talk, but what's a TEDx? TEDx is like a is local, local thing. Local venues, like local towns. They opened it up, up so any fucking fool off the street could yep. come in and talk. That's basically the difference is it's, somebody yeah. with actual, something real to say and that might actually be contributing to society versus any moron that thinks that is so narcissistic enough to think that they deserve to speak. Yeah. Let me tell you about my imaginary friend. Yeah. It, 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 opens the, it opens the realm. So anyone can put it on their LinkedIn. Like I'm a TEDx talker. I'm a TED talker. You know what I mean? It's like, I have my own TED talk and then you click on their, their, their actual talk and it's got like two views and it's like so-and-so South Wisconsin in some smeg town. And they're talking about some horrible thing. Yeah, you know what I, you know what I like like on the so so for so for medical talks and things like um, if it's like some new subject that is kind of fresh to me or maybe I have never like dug in deep with it and you know did a lot of research for a number of days and then kind of like sorted it out and created some kind of thing like presentation like I kind of like to do it like an impromptu t- sort of like style where typically what I'll do is I'll like I'll delve into it at the level where probably like. 95% of people that could ask a question about it, I would, I'd already know the answer to the actual like questions that they're asking. So I've already sort of asked them and sort of like figured them out. And then like, I like like what Steve Jobs used to do, like with, you know, he just had like one slide and then like just, just chat the entire time. So you'd, you'd have like these little, like, cause everyone expects like a PowerPoint of some kind, but you know, you keep that really, really minimal and then you just kind of like talk it out. So the idea is like, if you like know what you're talking about, technically speaking, you could like talk it out without actually having a lot of visuals. I I find that kind of fun. And then it's fun to me, like the first, you know, once or twice that you have to do this sort of thing. Right. But it's like, if you get invited to do this over and over again, it does feel like more and more boring the longer it goes, right? Like let's say you've done like three, four, five of the, the same talk because let's say it's popular for some reason. It just gets it just gets boring to do and I don't like to do it anymore. So like I have a whole bunch of these that I just sort of like stop, use, stop doing because it's not fun for me. 
So I'm kind of, I'm on the same wavelength as you, I think, Bruce, like it just gets old, like to tell the whole, the same story over and over again. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was part one of a three part Chepe space. Where's the coach recorded on Saturday, October 1st, 2022 for terraspaces.org. I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. In the darkest of times, when the phoenix arises Out of the ashes, like some burned up papyrus Open the sarcophagus and release the virus Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis When the flags go up like everyone is righteous Spending government checks, sniffing up the white dust The previous generation wants to be just like us Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was Drop the bias and you might survive this The mummy coming through to remind your highness I might just buy up my own fucking island Build a little Bunker, then wait for the timer. Countdown to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys and emitting vibrations through the ether. Did you just come me either? at the right time blindly following stars in the night sky part of me might ride away with the prize fight man versus everything else until the time's right unleash the cracking no wait that was crack fuck now everybody feeling all amped up fucking like bunnies to the national anthem ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm mishandling the captions who has the answer holding our attention for ransom Fed up with all the red tape and the boring template Like it matters if it's a blue or red state Charged every month and we can't even cancel Feeling distressed? Fuck it, kill the damsel Fuck yeah, spread it like we're on some undead shit And pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit In the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be 5% And the numbers are so much higher We're not ready for the next epidemic And so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the the patient. Terrorist spaces.